up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. First down. Over there, the referee in the middle, Colin Moriarty. Is this awkward? No. We'll explain why in a second. It's only oh, awkward because I gave the first down like You're an idiot. It's so loud. <laughs> it is really loud. It's, well, imagine how loud it was though when we were filming this in the park for our video that we're doing. Uh, Nick made me do it like 15 times at full blast. And yeah. it was like hurting my own ears. There was these guys like sitting around eating lunch near us and they all just left. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, they did, just did, left. did anyone in the park like, you mistake you for? for a legitimate referee and was like, come over here? <laughs> I, I, I don't have a flag, so I don't think Wait, they... I I don't, oh, shoot. Uh, I, sir who runs the camera, go get the, go get the I flag. Like eight I made you a flag. Portillo. He loves you. I'm so jealous. He was in my... Just for the record, he was in my lap for a long time. Thank God. There's already a lot Now he's back. back home. Over here, the pure one, Tim Gettys. Let's him host. And then over here, star station screen. Felicia Day. Oh hey. my god. Whoa. I expected to Projectile. be so happy. See, I made the flag for you. Uh -oh. Thank you. This the is perfect. Oh, he, he really wants it. He really wants it. thinks anything that, that comes to this table is his. If it's a cardboard box, it's a bark box. If it's anything that looks like a toy, it's a toy. He was drinking my latte earlier, so he has very good taste in coffee. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but you know, anything that the light touches is his, he thinks. <laughs> Felicia, thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, it's this is awesome. Yeah, this is great. Thanks for having me. This is very exciting. This is a nice studio and everything. You're giving us a lot of credit. Thank yeah. you. Very Thank you. <laughs> it's it's a nice spare bedroom. I called it a studio. Okay. I, I know. <laughs> We're doing our best. <laughs> it's only week two. Listen, I know all about like my whole career is shot out of my garage. So. Yeah. So, We're all the up and coming YouTube generations. We'll yeah, do. garage shooters. Yeah. Uh, if people don't know you, which would be crazy, what's the easy? How do you describe yourself? Never assume. You make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Boom. Knowledge Anybody drop. That? Hey, can we get, is there a flag on that flag? Did you, did you coin that? Is there a flag that? on that flag? <laughs> yes, I invented that. It's so great. I copyrighted it. Um, what did you say? Who the hell are you? Oh, yeah. Run us through the highlights for the um, you know, for, I'm the, an actor. for the 1% that doesn't know it's you fine. out there. Yeah, you know. Believe me. Uh, it's, uh, I'm an actor. I started as an actor in uh, lots of things called you know Buffy and all that stuff. And then I, I started writing a comedy show called The Guild about mm. seven years ago. And can you believe it's that long ago? That's yes. <laughs> I try not to We're think about old. it. We're old. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> I just turned 35. And I'm like, oh I might as well. I mean, I don't even know what day it is. It's, it's almost Where my bedtime right now. I have no children. You want to talk about Iris? I'm right here. IRAs? What do you, how do you call those? Wait, what? IRAs? Isn't that a, a retirement thing we should be looking at? Uh, IRAs? Oh, oh, IRAs. <laughs> I thought you said Iris. I thought you said Iris too. I was like, <laughs> like Iris West? What do we I was like, I'll talk about Iris. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't have an IRA. I have like two 401ks though, if that helps. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and <laughs> None then, of us have real jobs anymore. Exactly. <laughs> and healthcare. And three years ago, I started a company called Geek and Sundry. It's a, a web series company with uh, YouTube. And then last year, or like six months ago, I sold that company to Legendary awesome. Entertainment. And That's now I work so cool. with them, and I am producing and developing other bigger projects. So, so are you in-house with them? Are you like... Yes, we are cool. in-house, which is cool. They also have Nerdist and mm -hmm. a couple other smaller web series company, and we're all like under one hat. And uh, they're building out like the whole thing, how it's going to happen. And it's just really cool to work with people who make stuff that I really admire and uh, be able to, you know... Keep doing the YouTube stuff, and then hopefully be able to do more bigger stuff like TV. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. So That's I'm, awesome. I'm happy for now. Why? Why did you leave me? I've had him for ten years, Felicia. He has to come back sometimes and pay the piper. <laughs> so pays much better. Show daddy some sugar. My lap smells so much better. It's true. Your lap smells like well, we won't go there. Dookie. Oh. <laughs> no. See, yesterday. Something. Okay. So here's the thing, Nick mm -hmm. and Colin. Mm -hmm. You've been talking about what Colin's wearing. You've been. Dog's dying. You've been talking about what's Colin's. Oh, we, we actually want to call this out. We you want to talk about it. You blew the whistle into the microphone. 
if this if you are an MP3 listener on the Bandcamp or whatever, just the podcast on iTunes, you have no idea what the hell's happening. So Colin Moriarty right now is wearing, for those of you who are just listening to this, a referee costume. I would say almost ninety percent canon referee costume. Oh yeah, definitely. We canon. nailed it. No he looks NFL like an NFL referee. referee. That hat um, looks like it cost ninety nine cents. It, cost, it, it was two ninety nine. From easy money. That hat was the hardest Shout thing to get. Easy money. Hardest thing to get that hat. Uh, because it's very hard to find a, a nondescript white hat with no logo on it. Try that. And we found it at the corner store that was two blocks away. So really hard. Not, yeah. not hard it. at all. Not hard. <laughs> Although all I had, had to do was walk out of the house. I had, <laughs> to, I had to, the nice lady over there, I think her name is Ramada. She's a nice not person. Ramada. Oh my I God, is her sister Hilton? I think it's Sheridan, actually. Heir um, to the Ramada fortune. <laughs> but uh, she, uh, I'm like, she had a black hat. And I'm like, oh, I think the referees wear a white hat. And I, who, who are the ones that wear black hats? Like all the other officials. Officials, but not the referees. Not the ones that actually Alternate universe referees. They invert their stripes, too. So I'm like, do you have any of these white hats? And she goes, let me make a call. Takes out a a like 1987 card holder. That like creaked as she opened it, and you know that the a Rolodex. Those no, are it, called Rolodex. Was it a Rolodex? Is that what it was? I don't know. It's the, the, the no, no, no. Book? This was legitimately like it was a, like a book like a, of like business a, cards, like a book of business cards that had little plastic sleeves in them that were so old that they were yellow. Yeah. And she takes out a card and like dials up on her guy. rotary phone, and this is the hat guy. He'll bring a white one for you tomorrow, and sure shit. First time. There, Meanwhile, still waiting it. on the delivery of the referee costume from Amazon. Right, still waiting on that, and we have four hot dog costumes that are. I think, so you know still where to go delivered. every single time you have a need. You go to that easy money. Rate. Yeah, oh, well, they, they she then gave him a business card yeah. that said, "If we don't have it, you don't, you don't need, need it. it." Yeah, that's what it says on the top of their their. Awning, their, their. I go there all. I spend I've spent thousands of dollars at Easy Money over the last five years. It's like no doubt about it. It's just just on booze. Have you ever read? There's a book called uh, uh, Mr. Penumbra's 24 Hour Bookstore or something like that. It's Set in San Francisco, and it's a guy who I think used to work for Google, but he wrote this book a couple years ago. Mm. And it's one of the best books ever, and it's about like this weird hidden bookstore in the middle of San Francisco that has all these tomes that um, have secrets in them, basically the secret of life. Interesting. And it's really, it's one of my favorite books of the last several years, and it reminded me of that, because you go in and it's like the secret world you go in. Like, this is not quite that romantic. <laughs> not that awesome. No, no. Okay. This is more like a secret world if most of it were just beef jerky. <laughs> Um, and, and, Russian candies. and Russian candy, <laughs> and actually very uh, cheap alcohol. They actually have a really yeah, good I mean, price on bourbon. I mean, you're kind of shit talking it, but at the same no, time, easy money to save me many a dollar on bourbon. You're uh, a really big bourbon. I walk Nick. in here, and you know, not to disclose like the rest of your abode, but um, you have a, quite a lot of bourbon. Yeah, a lot of bourbon. Yeah, My it's brother like tw- like is bottles, really, maybe. really into bourbon and whiskey. And whenever we stream on Twitch, he basically have to shut him up because he's talking about what he. Um, I can't even remember the things that he talks about, but there are a lot about whiskey. How did you get into it? Uh, I was diagnosed falsely with celiac disease like four years ago. So I, so I, and then I went on for like two years before getting a du- getting it double checked and realizing they were wrong. At that point, I'd already given up beer because I thought I had to, and so I went to bourbon because, with the exception of Makers and a few others, it's it's not weeded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just fell in love with it that way. Yeah. So it was actually kind of serendipitous that I was false diagnosed with celiac, Kismet. even though it ruined the rest of my life for like Kismet. two years. Well, you got skinny, maybe. Uh, no. Nope. no. Well, I was skinny at the time, and then I and then I blew it back up. You know, oh, blew like it up. Look, okay. look, 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 um, you got your, you got who pregnant? I, I look like I'm pregnant. Everyone. Oh god, I was about to say. No, no, no didn't get anyone pregnant. Hope not. Not that I know. You of. don't know. Uh, safe on that one. Not there's anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong with you. Not there's anything wrong with getting someone pregnant. I'm in the circle of life, I guess. You I mean, do want to? Make, I mean, it's like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You could be giving birth to that. Yeah, because I, you I, aren't having the the wheat. 
No, no, I'm not. Uh, but now, you know, so I went back and I got it all tested. And then I, the first thing I did when they were like, oh, we were wrong. Well, first I was like, I was really mad at the doctor and got really mad at him. I was on the phone and then I went and ate, ate a cheeseburger. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> which, which really just kind of hurt you at the end. Yeah, the well, end. it is what it is. The doctor didn't give a shit what you were putting in your mouth after you left. The only the ironic thing about it was that at that two year point, I was actually starting to become accustomed to not eating gluten. Like I was actually still eating gluten like all the time as Greg could attest. But I'd feel really guilty about it. And then I'd go like a week or two. I was going to say he'd it. go on these giant gluten purges where it's only eating the gluten-free pizza and only doing this, and then all of a sudden he'd be like, let's get a freaking Chicago-style pie. Like, yes. well, that's nah, not if you really had celiacs, you'd really be paying for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've had, I've had, I mean, everyone that listens to the show knows at this point, but I, I was serious, like, colon and stomach issues, and so they just assumed that that's what it was at some point, and they were wrong. We can talk about health issues. I have so many of them, and I, I went to, okay, anyway, it's boring. It's no, boring. It's, it's like, it's we no, should wait 30 years and go to the cafeteria the and then talk like, oh, I have a thyroid disorder. <laughs> you know what you do for the thyroid disorder and the acid reflux? <laughs> yeah, when I get my hip replacement, that's when I know I'm, I'm going all the way down. Can, so I, do, can I film that when you get the hip yeah, replacement? Yeah, absolutely. You can film whatever you want. I wanted to film your Our, our, our lives depend on it. So to turn us a little bit back, back on to the track, <laughs> the We're reason he's dressed as a referee <laughs> is dressed as a referee because we are taking part in the uh, Ad Blitz contest on YouTube. So if you go to youtube.com forward slash Ad Blitz, our spot is live right now as of the posting of this commercial. Yeah, commercial Veronica yesterday. Belmont stars in it. Portillo Veronica stars Belmont in it. Belmont is in it. Um, and flag. <laughs> There's no penalty. Oh, okay. There's no penalty. I, thought I said something wrong. Um, so yeah, please go 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 to youtube.com forward slash Ad Blitz and find our spot and vote for it. And uh, if you hated it, let let Greg know. Please do. It was, was my idea. Was it your idea? Yeah. So that's what I think okay. I start. I started with the kernel. You started the ball. I, I started there's writing not, a paragraph. There's not going to be one thing on YouTube that's negative about your spot. Okay. Thank not you. One. Probably I'm sure not. Not one. Well, well, you are like you are like YouTube like like the president of YouTube. So I'm sure you can make that happen. No, no, no. I'm like the, like the jester that you kick on the way in and out of YouTube. I don't YouTube. know about that. You're like. <laughs> I was going to say the Kim Kardashian of YouTube, but I don't that's know if that's really a compliment. Uh, that's I don't really know if that's insulting. a compliment no. at all. <laughs> no. No. I'm, I'm not teasing. really a YouTube uh, star. I mean, I'm not like Grace Help. You know, they, there's no, you're stars. Everything. You're like everywhere. I'm a little bit everywhere, which yeah. is good and bad. You came in superstardom already. And then you did the Geek and Sundry, which became this big thing on YouTube. Yeah. That's the way Oh, it yeah. Goes. It was kind of reverse. Yeah. I'll never. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. No, don't worry about it. We, okay. did, we did the same thing. We're like, hey, we're <laughs> really cool out. video game people on IGN. They're like, fuck IGN. We're big on YouTube now. Yeah, but that's good. You guys have like a We didn't focus. really say fuck IGN. No, really? Did you, you didn't no, we say didn't. We left on very good terms. We love yeah. IGN. <laughs> Shout out to Awkward. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What? It was a joke. <laughs> they know. I've, how many videos have we put how up talking about how much we How many bridges do we love? have to burn There's this week, Greg? How many, how, many, how many bridges are you going to fire Bob for As us? As many as I need Pretty to be number one on AdBlitz. These guys are going to go. YouTube.com slash AdBlitz. And it's just going to be me and you left. Yeah. You're going to be left with just me. That's fine. That will be cool. Superman and movie Taco Bell talk show we do? That would be dope, actually. All right. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this talk show is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather around this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, you can get the shows early by going over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and subscribing so you can get them each and every Friday. If you don't want to give us any money, that's totally cool. We break it out topic by topic, day by day, over on youtube.com slash kindoffunny before the whole thing posts for free on YouTube and iTunes, which has been running smoothly. Congratulations. So smooth. Too. Thank we had you. So many, Thank we had you. so many problems. So many bumps and stuff. They all filled out now. So you should go review. The bumps are filled Five stars. Out. The bumps are filled. All right. What filled was the bumps. There were bumps with iTunes? Yeah, just, uh, you know, like, because we launched a new podcast recently, and so we had to get it approved, and then we had to get them folded together, oh. and all that. It's a whole rigmarole. I know. Rigmarole. It's a yeah. rigmarole. But we're good now, so give us them five stars. Four stars if you're mean. <laughs> Rate it. 
What was that? What did you? What, what was that lean in you just said? The four stars would be mean. Yeah, that's how you the know? pure one does. When that. you lean forward shuffle. like that, it was like a whole. It was like the birds, the, the whole pigeons, oh, all yes. the pigeons on your shirt just, just like fly. went toward my just face, flock. and I almost screamed inside. Yeah. Yeah. The one by your top button looks like it was flexing. Oh, he is. He's flexing. <laughs> He's ready to pop. Tim, we've never talked about your close call with this pigeon shirt. Of course, he introduced this to YouTube. He was the first man to go to Target and find mm. the shirt and wear it. No on one the show. else. And I mean, then... does anybody made a freaking comment? Oh my god! I mean, I was kind of like. Throwing it out, but oh, uh, I see that. Uh, this is good. I don't know about this pigeon shirt, but like this, this. these are these are good together. <laughs> they, there's no beef here. There is beef. <laughs> if it was the same shirt though, yeah. Because there's a couple people. I've been Miranda seeing, I've been, Sings. Yeah, Miranda Sings. One. Jimmy Wong. Oh, Jimmy Wong. He's, they all know the shirt. They Jimmy have Wong. the shirt. Did they copy you, or they, is it just? I'm going to assume they copied me. Like that is the only true. We know that Jimmy Wong's a fan. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a, f- a friend of the show. He probably did really copy you. Yeah. And then Miranda Sings copied him. Yeah, because she's a fan too. I'm yeah. going to assume. Well, no, no. I'm saying she copied we, we, some, Someone said something about assumptions. I'm, I don't remember what it was though. It was but why don't if you, you have, assume stuff, everything's awesome. Why don't you have cocks all over your shirt? Uh, I have cocks everywhere else. Okay. He actually has. I usually like them around here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, MP3 listener. Come watch the YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out Find on out where Felicia Craig Miller likes shirt. cocks. <laughs> yeah. My shirt has parrots all over it. Has it. Just to be clear for the people who are orally asphyxiated to this. Wow. Orally asphyxiated. Yeah. You're going to have to tone down that smart talk a little bit. Orally. Okay. Orally. Orally. That's earwise. That's a fun word to say. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. No, I, I forget. What, what's the story? You are super smart. That was another thing. Yeah, you're insane. I mean, smart. we're all smart. Yeah, no. No, 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 like no, no, number, no. You're like number smart. Something. I remember the first. I have a math degree. The first video I ever saw of you was you, Christine, the girlfriend you met earlier. My girlfriend, not just some yeah. girlfriend. She introduced me to you a while back, a long time ago. Was it? it was the video where you t- you took like a competitive SAT or something. Oh, no, no. Okay, first of all, that did not show off my brain skills because <laughs> you still I did won. that. I did beat it. Okay, yeah, that was, okay, I did a, um, uh, Kev Jumba, do you know him? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So he uh, is a friend of mine oh, and, and he did an episode of my show that I was doing, a weekly show that I did, which I could not do anymore because it was too much work by myself, but it was called The Flog and where I would just go and do a wacky thing every week and then he, I was like, okay, so you come on my show and we'll do something. We did ballroom dancing and then I'll, I'll go on your show and I have this idea for this SAT thing that fits your show better. So I was like, sure, let's go take an SAT and I, you know, that was an idea. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's so, favorite thing. Yeah, do. I'll tell you one thing right now. I would rather be doing than this show is taking the SATs. Do you remember taking? Yeah, they were horrible. I had to take them twice. Six hour? Oh, twice? Yeah, yeah. Did you fail the first one? No, I didn't, we don't fail the SATs. You, you just get a lower you get 1100? score. No, I 900? think I I took them twice. I think the first time, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. You know, this is weird. Was, I'm not a men's, we I'm all, a men's of any. We, we all, well, we all, by the way, took the SAT when it was still 1600. Was this? Yeah, yeah, what yeah is that it now? was it. It's, it's 2400 now. It's 2400 oh, now. Okay. There's 24. a whole essay component. Literally, it's a completely different test, yeah, which I did not go going in. Interesting. I would have murdered it if that writing component I, was still there. I took <laughs> the first time I took it. I think I got a 10 something, and I was like, "This is this is deplorable. I'm better than this." No, I'm like, I'm gonna study my ass off. I'm actually going to take prep courses. I'm going to do all the things. I did none of that. <laughs> I went straight back into the test and I got 1250. Go. No that's further prep work. And I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this shit. That's pretty good. 1250 is not bad, right? It was good enough to get me into a decent UC. So I was like, well, this is, I was going for film anyway. So yeah, exactly. Eventually, like it was a waste of time. Well, I decided it was a really good, um, it was a good activity to go and take a SAT cold after not having been in school for over a decade. And that wasn't a good idea. So I'm in there, and I'm literally in there with a bunch of uh, like 17 year olds mm-hmm. who, I'm familiar. yeah, yeah, we were in an SAT prep thing, and they mm-hmm. were literally giving us a trial SAT. And I'm sitting there at 7:30 in Pasadena. And I'm like, 
what am I doing with my life? Um, <laughs> and then when I look at the test, it's completely different from the old SAT. Mm-hmm. Like they're all it's still the, multiple choice. And all it's that still multiple choice, but all the, the categories are pretty much different. So I had to literally learn. I had to learn how to, how the test went while I was taking the test. So um, having having a math degree that did not do me any good <laughs> ten years after ever using math again. Yeah, that's the problem. So it turned out that I nailed the essay and the English part. I almost got perfect scores in those, but I really. I really boned the math, which was really embarrassing. And my mom <laughs> called me up and was like, I'm so disappointed. You have a math degree. I'm like, I have not done math. No, I haven't done algebra. <laughs> I have iPhones now. What? Basic algebra, you do not do after you graduate, okay? Right. I'm Solve sorry. Yeah, Get out don't. of here. You really don't. Yeah, so Kev Ooh. beat me a lot in that because he's 21 and he recently <laughs> he remembers. Just took it. Right. Exactly. But I still did beat him, to be honest with what you. What was the final score? I got like a 12 something. I mean, it was not good. Or the, the essay, I got almost a perfect score. Okay. And then I got, oh, you know, near perfect on the English. And I did horrible on the uh, on the math. And he did really well on the math and failed everything else. So <laughs> uh, I still eked out over him. Okay, but good. I pity any child <laughs> or teen <laughs> or young adult who has to go through that. We've and- said it multiple times. Don't go to school anymore. Quit school. Don't go to college. Have we said this? Yeah. You fall back on the YouTube and the Patreons. Just go straight up to YouTube. Don't do that. Um, (laughs) You know what? Actually, what you can rely really on is just tweeting. Just tweet constantly. It'll all work out. You think Michelangelo Michelangelo learned how to turn sand into marble in school? No, I did it out in the streets. I'm pretty sure that's a physical impossibility. (laughs) Did you read his biography or are you just making that up? Just making it up. Okay, good. That's what I do around here. Streets of art school. (laughs) (laughs) True story. The night before my ACT, I stayed up till three in the morning playing Ocarina of Time for the first time. So there you go. That's that's one you can't put down. No, yeah. It was fantastic. Did you do well on your your ACT? Yeah, I don't know. I did well enough. I went to Mizzou, so it all worked out. Doesn't matter. Exactly. Best journalism school. Um, Felicia, we've been talking a long time, but usually the guest goes first. So you get to go first. What is the, what is the, what's the topic you've brought to this game? Over I mean, I didn't really... You guys have some really smarty topics, and I didn't really come prepared. Yeah. But I do want to... I, I, I thought I'd maybe talk about all of our... Uh, the way that we travel. Because mm. okay, I love okay. traveling, and I'm here traveling. I'm doing, I did a convention, um, and I also... What just, convention's happening right now? Uh, it's a supernatural convention. Okay. So Supernatural has its own conventions, which is kind of this unique. This makes more sense now. Yeah, it's kind of unique. There's some a few other shows that have Wait, that. Wait, Supernatural, I, the show, yeah. has the its own show, convention. They have their own conventions. Wow. That, okay. I got um, roped into a Todd Stashwick chain today with Eccles, and it was going on. I'm like, what? why is everybody talking about Supernatural today? Why is that? Because I follow Todd Stashwick, and then I'm a big Smallville fan. Yeah. So when you start, to, I got to remind everybody, he's Jason Teague. I don't yeah. know what this small, this Supernatural business is. He's Lana's boyfriend, Jason Teague, and I'll be damned if he's remembered as anything else. Well, yeah. No, he's yeah. I would say uh, that. Yeah, no, Supernatural <laughs> yeah. did like it's, a season. That's uh, he has an amazing fan base, like a huge, oh, yeah. huge, huge, huge fan base, and I guess you know that's it works. So I'm here doing that, and um, and just going to San Francisco. I haven't been here a while, but it's like the minute I hit a city, and I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Like, how do you find the best of a city? Like, how do you guys travel best? Because I mm-hmm. I do bake. Okay, so this is I look it up. I, I find the best coffee, then I find the best bakery, then I find the best cocktails. Then I look and see one arty thing. Mm. That's that's when, how. When do burritos come into this? No burritos. No burritos. Well, if you're traveling, you, f- you do not want to fart on the plane. You do not mm. want to have all that gas in you. Great point. Mm. Right. Yeah. Mm. Especially if you're yeah, but burritos overrule internet that. superstar. Exactly. Like we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Exactly. Um. Yeah. You don't want people knowing that. You don't want people taking pictures of you. Farting stuff, yeah. Yes, you don't. How are they gonna know? How are they gonna know you're farting? Yeah, how's the picture caption, guys? I fart deliberately. I'm like the (laughs) You see the drape (laughs) kick up over here. (laughs) They're like, whoa, we got it's like a ghost back there. What? 
Are you okay? I, I, I'm great. Don't I'm the complete opposite of you when what? I travel. When I go to places, I like to look for the nearest Starbucks. That's my comfort area. Once I know that's there, I will get a little bit more adventurous and I will venture out to other find places. But I just need to know that there is something that is consistent in my life at all times. That's, and that is Starbucks. This is true, though. There's been so many times I've been with him and then the first thing we do is try to find a Starbucks. Like, what? we'll be in Seattle for, for packs or something and I'm like, I gotta find a Starbucks. What? Yeah. I don't know why. What? Do you not like, co- like, are you, okay, do you, can you, do you consider yourself an Epicurean? No. Okay. No, I well, do. There Definitely. You so you're like, for, <laughs> you don't know what that I word have means. No idea what that means. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, well, I you consider know, myself one. like, like you feel like I consider every meal. This should be my last meal. If I'm gonna have the calories, mm-hmm. then I want them to be excellent calories. Okay. Right. Or I won't eat. That have to be epic. It's probably an eating disorder. Is probably. that where epic comes from? Uh, Epicurean. Epicurean. I don't know. I'm gonna assume yes. Kev, can we look at that? Can we get a ruling on that? Kev, don't worry nope. about it. No, he's saying no, no ruling. So no from. ruling. Colin, can we get a flag? No, you're, on that you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong house, especially with these two to pitch this around. Because every drive home when we're coming to do the show is always they always want to go to Taco Bell or they want to stop at the Burger King. And not only hold on, not even the Burger King, Felicia, the Burger King that is attached to the gas station, no. uh, which is attached no. to a Starbucks. <laughs> you are too old for this. I know. Your colon is just old. a cesspool of tumors right it's now. It's disgusting. You're probably Prostate is throbbing in fear, <laughs> full of bile. I've never thought of my prostate as something that can throb, but I guess it does. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't sleep well at night most of the time. Well, uh, you should stop eating so much salt. Yeah. Really? I you should talk salt. to this I'm guy. I'm Italian, though. Oh, yeah. I know oh, no, he's that. Italian. He knows salt. He loves salt. Oh, I, we put well, salt I just, on everything. I eat worse than anyone at this table, I think. Oh, okay. I thought you were my ally in, in dietary restrictions. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not. If you want an ally, it's, it's Greg. Yeah, Greg. Greg's the What's one that? who's... Greg's the quitter. Yeah. I'm fat. not. I'm still fat. Greg I don't know. Good. You look Thank good. Thank you. Oh, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You see, there's a jiggle though. Let's not lie. There's a, a little. There's an air. Yeah, but it's not as much as me. But it's not. It's not fat that's jiggling, Greg. It's just the excess skin from when you used to be fat. No, that is. Oof, you are making me mad. Yeah, we gotta have wow. that. This all the time. This is. He's been trying to take Ouch. the presidency of Team Fat from me, and I won't allow it. What? Like it's not true. You just need a BMI index. You get one of those like go. big that's tweezers, and you yeah. go burp, big tweezers. Burp. Yeah. You're, you're doing a pretty good job already, haven't you? You can just That's burp him, funny, I guess, like, and then we'll know I had, a, I had a BMI test the first time I signed up for 24-Hour Fitness, and that's exactly what it sounded like. It, right? It does. Man, a lot of people are like, squeezing you Why are you making that noise? Greg's losing back his spare tire. I, I enjoy good food, though, like you. That's, that's the point. I, when they go to the Burger King... I stopped. No, but for real, like if you were in Thailand tomorrow and you're like, I'm on an exotic vacation, you would literally go to, because I was in Thailand and Bangkok and I'm like, what asshole would go to the Burger King here? So, you- oh, I would. That's the asshole. I probably would. Here's the deal though. My wife, on the other hand, when she travels is like you. She like, she buys the book. I forget what the books are called, but they're like the travel uh, books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, will yeah. look it up. She will talk to all of her friends. She will not plan out every aspect of it but she will have options She'll for every time knowledge. I want to do things right knowledge. and so we actually did go to Thailand for my honeymoon which was amazing and amazing, I knew right? nothing it was a completely new experience for me I didn't see a Starbucks it was that was I was okay with it after day three um and I did end up going to a mega mall though, and that was fucking amazing. I the mega malls there are insane. They're insane. You guys don't even know a mall. People are like, the, <laughs> the shopping's crazy in Thailand. I'm like, I'm from LA. I yeah. love shopping. You do not understand what how it's like Blade Runner compressed into like a uh, an endless FPS of of shopping <laughs> that is specifically spot on. for iPhone covers. Like that's literally what. Like got. there's a floor for iPhone, you're like just iPhone covers, no, and then the next yeah. floor is Maseratis, and you're like, what is happening in this? And, mall? and literally, you're like, I don't know how far up it goes. I might never 
escape. Yeah, but I'm fine. With, I was fine with that. We actually spent, I think we spent a whole day in one of those malls. And we saw a movie, which was cool. Oh, you saw I a movie like, there? Yeah, that's actually one of the other things I, I started liking to do was when I was in a foreign country seeing a movie there. Are the experiences different there? Because yeah. I've actually never done Very that. Different. Very different. In, in Thailand, they actually, they make you stand and you, they sing the, the national anthem. Like they're, they're well in Thailand. There's pictures of the king everywhere, yes. which is like that's cool. Except then you start thinking that's kind that's, of creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's a little creepy. Yeah. So so they did that. I, I ended up uh, the only movies that were that kind of fit with our time frame was uh, I think it was either a Twilight movie or Red Dawn. And my wife's like, I'm not seeing nice. Twilight. So we went and saw the remake of Red Dawn yeah. in Thailand, and wow. it was laughable. How. The, the audiences that they were literally laughing they were like this is the stupidest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life and i'm like i've never i'm never i'm not i've never been embarrassed to be an american before because i god we're damn it we're american right yeah. but i'm like i can't I'm, a, I'm almost embarrassed that our country exported this and let other people who don't know that it's well, they that, don't get the tone of it like watch it that keanu reeves movie did you laugh in that Which what was the, the the latest Wicker one Wick, Wick, no, Wick. John, no, Wick. John wick john wick john wick yeah did you laugh in that? Because I laughed out loud. I did at, that at several a, times. At a certain point, like but these guys all went it. and saw it, and said it was. I liked it too. Yeah. But everyone was like, "Oh, it's amazing! You're gonna love it." And I, by about the three hundredth time, you shoot someone in the temple. I was like, "This is, this is ridiculous." I can't get into. I'm like, I was getting tired. Yeah, I was tired. I was like, so many people now have to apply for disability or yeah. something, or they're dead. I mean, they're dead. Yeah. yeah. The old temple disability. Yeah. <laughs> if I've seen it once, I've seen it a thousand times. Guys, my temple's not working. Colin, you were one who always got shit for when you'd go to Germany or Japan, you'd find a Burger King or McDonald's. Or yeah, something. I mean, this was the thing was that I don't have time for shenanigans when I'm overseas. See, see, I'm there to, to work, right? So we go to you go to England or you go to Germany, Japan, what or whatever. You, you're working. Uh, when you well, go? Well, I was I used to be senior editor at IGN, so, oh, I, so you I have, I to, I go have for, to like work the conventions okay. and stuff like that. Now we can just travel like men of leisure. And that's fantastic. Just but in I've, a carriage with an ascot. Either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never, I've never been overseas not for work, like ever. I've been overseas many times now, but like never yeah. not for work. And people in Cologne, especially, would make fun of me because I'd go to Cologne, we go to Frankfurt, and then you come to Cologne, and and you know the dome's right there, and you know you're staying in your hotel, and you're going back and forth between the convention center and in the train station. If you guys can picture, if you've been there, there's a train station mm-hmm. with all yeah, of exactly these, what you're all about. you know, exactly, and there's a Pizza Hut there. Yes, there is. And. I would just go to the Pizza Hut over and over and over again when I'm in Germany. You don't have celiacs. You have Pizza Hut poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what threw off my test. To the point where, like, towards the end of, like, one of my trips there, the guy, was, they were, like, basically like, laughing at me. When I was, like, like, people that work there, like, go there. I'm like, just just give me the goddamn pizza so I get the hell out of here. I don't have time you know to what? search your fucking restaurant. You have one sausage the whole oh, time. Oh, no, no, I did. Like, when you get there, you have, you have, a you have, you have you your meal or whatever. Okay. But literally, there is a time crunch when you're in these things. And I, and I, but in Japan, I'm a little more crazy. I'm a little crazier with it because I, I like Japanese food as long as there's, as long as we don't have to play the is there seafood uh, game. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Is, which is a, a, a fun game, but not fun when you have to eat the I seafood. love that game. We used to, well, my my first year we went to Tokyo Game Show. I've never been to Japan. What? You would love it. Someone hire me to go to Japan <laughs> for something non-sexual. For the love of God, <laughs> please. Well, that I was yeah, that just cut me off the knees there. Um, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna tell him. Oh wait, if, if, you, nope. if there can't be sexual favors, but um, no, when you go to Tokyo, we. We couldn't read any of the descriptions of any of these. And they have these amazing bakeries. Like, you go to the train stations in Europe and in Tokyo and actually play everywhere else other than the United States. Well, I guess San Francisco kind of. They have these big train stations where they have amazing, like, bakeries. And, re- and you know, in Tokyo, they've got, like, uh, soba shops and sushi shops and all that stuff. Um, but we didn't know any of this stuff. And so we would go to get morning pastries and would always play the game, which was, is there fish in it? <laughs> and one person would always lose. And they would lose hilariously like it's not just a little dollop of salmon it would be like cod 
Inside you, something that looks like, like a sweet croissant. Inside the banana nut muffin. <laughs> it was, and it was disgusting. But eventually, yeah, I mean, that's the crazy part about Tokyo. Is like, even if you go to McDonald's, it's actually worth it to go to a McDonald's in Tokyo just to see the difference. What's different? In, like, I mean, that's, my, that's why I like McDonald's because everywhere has something slightly different. Like in Hawaii, they have like the pineapples and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to know what's up. It's just, I want to know what's different. In Maine, about they have the one. lobster roll. At McDonald's. Do they really? Yeah. That's oh, fascinating. Okay. Yeah, Texas bro- has a bunch of Chicago did brats for a while. What that's was the was that that's where they had that was McDonald's in Tokyo where that where Altano ate that that like black bun that was Burger King Burger King had the black bun yeah, yeah I was there I was the only one that I refused to eat it because everyone's like oh just try it I'm like no you guys are gonna have lots of regrets when you have this burger like I guarantee you and I was just, I was sitting there like it, it, there's footage of it too and they never use it I'm just like sh- with a shit eating grin on, my, a grin on my face just eating a Whopper and watching them like <laughs> choke down this squidding fucking black cheeseburger I was like you guys fucked up oh that bun <laughs> yeah. that bun I saw pictures of that bun that is uh, disgusting it was gross yeah, yeah. no light can escape its surface a few of the guys <laughs> I think like Malkowitz and a few other guys were like I can't eat this yeah like, I was like well I'm enjoying my Whopper we could have went to like Moss Burger too or something if you really wanted to but you wanted to come here and here we are we, we were in Akihabara too mm-hmm. you know and there's good you know, there's oh good yeah food. I think two hours later we all went and got sushi or something like that but that's, I think there's a, yeah, I mean, as far as travel, you got to make that distinction. Are you going for work or are you going for leisure? Well, that's the thing. For, for three three or four years straight, all I did was travel. Like with the guild, basically mm-hmm. the guild was built on going to conventions and meeting mm-hmm. people in, pre- in person, selling DVDs that supported us for so long. And then when Geek and Sundry started, I had to go and, you know, educate everybody about my new company, mm-hmm. introduce the new stuff. So I would travel, not even, you know, two or three times a month I would be on the road. And I never went anywhere cool. And people would invite me to places like, hey, come tour, you know, uh, the Magic the Gathering headquarters. Or, hey, come to Lucas and, and tour the archives. And people would offer me the coolest things and I never would take them up on it. And then I just turned around and I'm like, what am I doing? I have all these great opportunities, but I'm never taking time for myself. So my new resolution this year was to, no matter what, I, no matter where I go, go do something, see anybody I know in the city, and do one thing that's really fun. Oh, that's so, cool. That's I mean, smart. partially why I'm here is because I'm, I'm just like, hey, I'm taking Man, an you extra fucked day. up your one. You know, yeah. I want to see and do one do cool thing. Cool. You guys, I pet your dog a lot. I mean, that's, that's kind of like the funnest part. I think that's a really good mantra to have. I might, I'm going to start adopting that. Yeah, I, just one extra day. Just one extra day. Because we did, we were invited to go to RTX, which is the Rooster Teeth Expo. Oh, Austin's my, yeah. it's my hometown. It's, is it's it really? Yeah. Oh, God. It's amazing. I've been there twice, fortunate enough to be there twice. And at RTX, we actually went. I took my wife. We stayed the extra day, and it was so worth it. Yeah. I mean, just even for wandering around and like, there's like, a, what's the hot dog place? Like Frank Hot Dogs? Or something Frank's. Like yeah, yeah, Frank's. Oh my god! Just yeah. finding that place, and you're like, well, this is amazing. And there's a Starbucks on every other block. Yeah, so it's fun. there is. They're all over. There are there's excellent everywhere. coffee alternatives to Starbucks <laughs> as well in Austin. So it's got everything. So now, so for San Francisco, on your list of things, where did you go for best cocktail? Uh, for cocktail, I did not get, uh, I did not get a cocktail this time. I can't remember the last time. I, I was here last, last time and I did get some crazy, I, I only drink rum because it's the only thing that doesn't give me a hangover. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's uh, a great rum bar. We were just there a few weeks ago. What was let's it? Let's go next time I'm here. Yeah. Sure. It was what, the, uh, it's the one right over, it's the place that looks like Disneyland, the Pirates of the Caribbean bar. Pirates place. Pirates It's going to drive me crazy. Smuggler's Congo Cove. room. Smuggler's Cove. I want to go so bad. Yeah, no. Smuggler's Cove. Smuggler's Cove's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Smuggler's Cove. So yeah, no, yeah, that's a rum bar. Looks awesome. like a, it looks like the hull, like the inside of an old smuggler. Can ship. I go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Cool. We have to go next we've time. Been, we've been really blessed to be, have, be good friends with a guy named Eric Castro who owns, he helped open Rick House in the city, which is like considered the best cocktail bar in San Francisco. And uh, he worked at Bourbon and Branch, which is another great place. And he owns a place in San Diego and a place in New York City. And he just knows he's the mayor of the, of of the cocktail drinking. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, of just drinking. He's just the mayor. Like, literally. 
he's so funny and he's so cool and he's so gregarious and, and humble and stuff like that but he knows everybody the story i was telling these guys the other day was i was at a place in the mission which people should go check out that's called, where I, that was my that was my trip this year this this time it's I a, had two hours and i went to the mission the mission's awesome it's really eclectic yeah. and there's a place called abv which is like a really good bar high-end cocktails good food and i just tweeted out i'm like i'm at abv uh, enjoying myself took a picture of the food wherever with my girlfriend 10 minutes later the owner who i had met before at my at eric's wedding comes up and he's like He's like shots from Eric Castro, what? and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "You saw your tweet." He's Ooh, like, and, and oh he's God, like, he just like, so he just like knows everybody. Yeah, that's he really awesome. does. You know, it's 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 yeah. very impressive and intimidating a little bit. Yeah, well, he's a great guy. I want to go there next time. This, Absolutely. So this year, this this time, I only have one. I mean, I'm here and I have to leave tonight, or I, it would have been my cocktail hour, but I have to fly out tonight for something for tomorrow. But today, I went to the mission and I had I found this amazing coffee, Ritual Coffee. Mm. I went to Adam Savage and I visited his uh, cool collect. You know, saw him and. He has a cool collection of amazing things okay. um, that he's made and collected over the years. So I made time for that, and then I did this. Mm-hmm. So that's a good day. No, you did really well. Good I would have left last night. Day. Exactly. Day. It, the day's getting worse now that you're here, but it, so yeah. it started it's, out yeah. really strong, and now it's okay. <laughs> Look, every, okay. Colin, every mountain has another side. Yep. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. When you go, yep. you, you, you hit a peak, and eventually yep. you got to go back. Down. At Comic Con this year, go to Eric Castro's bar, Polite Provisions. We're gonna do a meet and greet there. Are you gonna do a meet and greet there? Yeah, you should come out for that. Polite is Polite is I think the best bar I've ever like. Just Where is ever. it? Where it's is in, it? It's at 30th and Adams in San Diego. Oh, so it's, it's not, not in Gaslamp. No. no, it's a ride. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And that's how so you know. That's how you know it's awesome because that place is always packed out, and you have and to like you have to like deliberately try to go there. Yeah. You know, it's not like a place yeah. you would just pass by and okay. Or whatever. I'm always oh, down there five days. Awesome. It's awful. I mean, it's great and then awful and great and then awful and great and awful. I take like a disco nap between 6:30 and disco nap. Yeah, I go to bed at 6.30 p.m. and wake up at 8 so mm. I can go dancing until 3. Oh, I like that. And That's it actually works. I've been you know living my life that way. You know how to the live. The entire time I just didn't know. I've had a lot of years to get like my con schedule down, especially yeah. uh, Comic-Con. What is, your, yeah, what, is your con, what is your Comic-Con schedule? Like when you get – are you just – Busy stacks. No, the whole it's day. ridiculous. Well, we have an event site that we have mm-hmm. open mo- all the time, and now this year with legendary. I mean, hopefully it'll just be the same or bigger. Um, but we always have our, our event site open for panels and uh, board games. Okay. And I, uh, my idea when I started Geek Center was to have like a community gathering mm-hmm. thing. So you know, at Comic Con, like the best parties, you can't get in unless you're on sure. a list. And yeah. I thought that was kind of the bullshit. EW party. Exactly. You have to Every be on the year. stupid list. Every it's year. It's the we worst, right? And it's just like, hey, I got to pose like a Hollywood lady. Uh, but I wanted an open party, That's so. Everybody could come. Yeah, do you, like, do you yeah. pose like a lady? I, I was posing like, like a man, but I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like so, a Superman. So no, we have. Uh, this. Sorry. Yeah. This, <laughs> um, so we have the, our parties open to the public. So um, and we always get the best DJ who does like uh, Sailor Moon remixes, and he plays okay. like something for the eighties. Just won me over. He's I'll be there. Amazing. You have to come. I will, Good. Yes, you ha- you have to come. There's no list, but uh, anyway. So that's what I do. I'm at my event site, and then I right. go do press stuff, and mm-hmm. then I go to other people's things and do interviews and do like two or three panels, and it's kind of insane. That's awesome. So then the only way I can have a fun time is to take a disco nap and sleep but instead of eating, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, yeah. the trade-off. I don't know, I don't know if I can do that's that. That's the trade-off. You're, you're such a Hollywood actress. That's exactly what I it's want okay. to be. It's okay. I want that. It's a good look. <laughs> it's funny because like this is going to be a whole new world for us. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're going to everything go- as usual. Like still doing panels everywhere. That was the thing is like we've been juggling the two jobs for so long mm-hmm. that it was a mix of all right, I'm covering this for IGN like at Comic Con. I do the live show and I host live show and then I would go do panels and host panels. So now I'll probably get freelance to do a live show for someone else. I yeah, imagine yeah. and then do panels. Will you do something for you guys? Oh yeah, we'll yeah, do we're going to be doing. We're, we're, we're probably going to bring all our stuff down and try to do the show. 
with a bunch of different people. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And probably, yeah, I mean, like, we have a panel, for instance, of PAX East, which is fun. And, like, I, I think it's just going to be a different world for us, especially Greg's kind of already gotten into the world where he didn't have to really stress out the entire time. He was at, like, something like E3. Yeah, well, I, I actually really, I told Greg at E3 this past year because I was on the live show with him for IGN for mm-hmm. a really long time. And I'm like, this shit is hard, you know? Like Yeah, for like, a long time, Colin's like, you don't even know anymore what it's like, man. All right, I write all I mean, you, st- you still don't know what it was like. Like, like, <laughs> like writing at E3 is way harder than what you were doing. But I, I, I wrote but, at E3 but, for five but, years! I know that, I know that but what I, was, what I was saying was that you you weren't in that world anymore. In terms of the the hierarchy of difficulty and, and wanting to kill yourself at E3, mm-hmm. yeah, it I never starts at writing, and, and then underneath was what you were doing. But certainly it wasn't... What, what, what we Actually, were doing. I think it starts in off-screen footage. Yeah, yeah off-screen. Shoot screen. You guys will never know what That's it's like how. to haul around a camera um, shooting off-screen footage. That I don't really feel bad about because I like the... My days at E3, and that's why I used to explain to people when they'd be like, I, I've been on a ton of E3s, and they were like, oh, you don't like E3? I'm like, E3 is the worst week of my life. I fucking <laughs> I hate it. You know, and I'm like, why? I'm like, I'm literally working like 18 hours a day for four days, like literally. Yeah, that's my Comic Con. Except then, then I go to Dragon Con because I try to go every year there, and that's the one I'm like, oh, this is my this is my party, right? Like this is just a byproduct of me, yeah. you know, the thing I have to do for them to fly that's me out. That's BidCon for us. Yeah, it's Ugh. so fun. Do you, so you guys are gonna go all the cons? Oh, we're yeah, we're still hanging in there. Yeah, and it's gonna be a Mobile totally con? different world because yeah. we're gonna yeah. be able to not we don't. That's that's why I'm so excited about to experience it with the four of us in the sense that we don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like we can actually like. Like, we have, like, our panels and things that we want to do and people we want to meet, but it's not, like, a rigorous, like, I got to see this game and then I got to go right, write about it. Yeah. I got to do this video and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, it's going to be – it's a whole other world. So I'm, I'm interested to see E3 this year, like, what that's like. You guys can customize, like, whatever – it's your interpretation versus, like, what you feel you have to do. Yeah, and that's exactly. kind of the fun exactly. part of being a creator without, you know – a lot of rules over your head yeah. Yeah. and then that way you're more unique and people know oh i'm gonna go to them for this thing mm-hmm. versus like well i can get that report on the new nintendo you know uh anywhere yeah we're not we're not news anymore which is great but now we interpret everything or yeah whatever. that's cool but yeah like I, I'll, I'll give greg a lot of credit because i mean you know we and he and i've been doing on camera stuff for for a long time <laughs> together thing. we did podcast I, beyond i'm for, just an unsung hero for a long time <laughs> yeah greg you're really the unsung hero that's no appreciation yeah, good call, I Greg. Good I'm call. just the unsung hero. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm just saying. out there, just out there cracking the stones. I'm gonna wear you. You need that as a T-shirt. Unsung hero, just like. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I mean, that, I mean, when I think of Greg, that's the first thing I always think about is how unsung he is. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, no, I, I give him a lot of I give him a lot of credit because I mean we've been doing video. We did podcast beyond for years together, and we've been doing video for Taylor for a long time. But I've never had to be the host or the guy that's always on. I'm usually the color guy. Mm-hmm. And then when we really when we did that either what? Oh. Nothing. Your flavor. You're the flavor. Flavor. Guy, Let's use flavor. Let's go with flavor. flavor. No, the color. That's a term. That's a color, that's a color guy. Thing. Col- color guy. Really? Is a color commentator. It's yeah. totally. Oh. Weird. Hey, you guys are making this weird. I don't know anything about sports. Yeah, you, you guys are making this totally yeah, weird. You're making it weird. Wait, you're He's... trying to make it about race? Is that what you're driving? I just driving was like, I know. I, I get, no, no, no. I, I don't know sports thing. I yeah. gave him a look, and I was like, what? Yeah. Is that weird? You burn shirts. The color. The color guy, the color commentator in sports <laughs> is the is the like so like on Monday Night Football, Mike Tarico is the is the Greg. Don't and, know about it. And John Gruden is the Colin. Don't care. The about guy it. that like kind of. <laughs> oh, you'd love John Gruden. John Gruden's cool. Really? Yeah, he's fun. He's, Why he's, would I like he's, him? He has this real definitive way of talking. He, nobody loves football as much as John Gruden. You you don't care about football, but you'd love. I like the, passion. You'd love the I passion. I like passion. He stole the words from. So him. yeah, like I, I appreciate you know I appreciate like being Greg's color like guy dog. for a while, and then now we kind of you know in E three we kind of did it together. Or whatever you were still hosting it with Damon, and I was yeah. like, man, this shit really is exhausting. So I give I give you a lot of props, and now what we're doing Colin and Greg live, where I, it's basically pi- reverse podcast beyond where I actually host it. 
and it's just about everything. It's like, man, this is this is tough. Yeah. You know, so I do. I give you a lot of credit. It's not. Hard, it's not as hard as writing for twelve hours a day, but it's it's. Uh, so you got one prop. It's hard. You, did, you get. You didn't get all. That's the props. fine. I, I can deal with one. You got one sing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Greg, Greg's unsung. Don't you know that Greg's unsung? <laughs> I, got sung, one, sung. I got one note. I've never heard. I've never heard anything so ridiculous in my life. <laughs> it's not. It's not the whole refrain. It's just a hold. Throwing a flag on that. <laughs> yeah. I like how every time you throw, then four minutes later, Kevin's got to crawl over there and get. No, he's fine. Out. I'm not going to. We need to teach Portillo how to fetch that and bring it back to us. It's probably too heavy. One of my topics now that these guys, these guys, they really didn't know what color well, being a color guy was or a color commentator is. Like, we got to do color commentation for one of the uh, for color commentating for one of our topics in a future episode. Okay. Who's your favorite color commentator? Wow, that's going to be a deep cut for the people oh, who don't even yeah. know what color commentating is. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel cut. Ah, Nick. Yo, what's your topic? Uh, interesting topic today. Inter- oh, good. Un- unlike my unlike my normal topics that come from the community. Remember, please keep give me those topics. They're all great. Did you just like bash the community? <laughs> I think I did. Really I think I did. Backstage. That's not what I meant. Somebody. I did. Good thing I was staring at this dog, or but in- insulted for their sake. Were you just gonna punch me in the face, just right in the nose? Yeah, I'm good at that. Okay. Verbally. Okay. For those of you listening, we're staring intently into each other's eyes. I'm going to go back to the and it's dog. It's creeping now. me out. I'm going back to go the back dog. Go back to the dog now. day. Go back to the dog. Uh, no, remember, if you have a topic for the show, all the interesting topics, and I apologize for my, my earlier comment, uh, please send them to Nick at, under, at Nick <laughs> underscore Scarpino. How it's going to be a hard... out last night for your birthday. Let me just, let me just explain Happy what birthday. happened to me last night. Thank you. I got really Wait, drunk how old are last you? night. 35. You're, you're in a different age category when you do polls in magazines. I don't know if that's good or not. I think that's bad. <laughs> you know well, now you're like 35 yeah. to like what, 50? something to 34, 35 to 50. Oh, 35 yeah. to death. Like I'm like an AARP guy. I got to start getting that No, magazine. no. It's pre-AARP. It's like a midlife crisis mm-hmm. Does this mean you, you have to start paying attention to the guy who runs the commercial on the Virgin America flights where he's like, well, are you saving for retirement? And he's got the giant <laughs> domino thing. Oh, well, if you're started now, and he, you know what I'm talking about? Holy I, crap. I definitely you know what I'm talking You fly a lot of Virgin. Things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah. Let's go How for the record. I re- I literally did read something because my dad was like, "You need to start some kind of savings." I was like, "Whatever." And I looked online, oh, and it says you should you have to start saving when you're like 21 mm-hmm. in order to actually make your retirement. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah, I mean you're not. You no, know, well, or you have to be wildly successful. Like you have to do. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Like I'm realistic. Yeah. Yeah. You're just gonna keep working till the day you die. <laughs> That's it. They won't want me anymore. I always assume that I'll just be like a like a crossing guard. When I'm like 80 or 90, you know, oh, that's not the school crossing guards, like anyone. just earn a little extra cash. When there's no kids, you just sit on the lawn chair. Just wait. Really? <laughs> yeah. I want to be. No phone, nothing. nothing I want to be the chill. girl, the woman who owns like a little shack in Belize and she like just lets her hair grow down to here and wears, you know, a muumuu and her, bre- you know, breasts down to here. And it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And she owns like a cafe and she's friendly with everybody. And one day she just has a cancer. She's like, well, time to go and walks into the sea. Damn. Damn. That, that's intricate. Yeah. That's my. That's it's been thought put. I think yeah. yeah without beyond a shadow of a doubt, you are way more adventurous than any of us are. Because <laughs> yeah. my second option was Starbucks, just working at okay, Starbucks, okay. <laughs> like you know, getting all the free uh, turkey bacon sandwiches that I can eat. <gasps> is it real turkey bacon? I, I don't think so. We can I only assume. It's La Boulogne. Stop spoiling my home for me. I'm sorry. Your 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 envision of your future is valid. Okay, thank Go, you. Go. What is your topic? My topic is there was a rumor last week. Or two weeks ago at this point, I guess. Three that, weeks ago, I think, actually. Three weeks ago. That uh, <laughs> Superman versus Batman, Superman. Dawn of Justice, was going to be split into two movies. Right. Now, that has since oh. been debunked. But how do we feel about oh. that? 
I was excited about were it. You? I flipped out. We t- it broke while we were on Colin and Greg Live, our daily show on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. And uh, yeah, I flipped out. I thought that was a brilliant idea because at first I was really mad. Yep. At first I was really mad because I was like, was this the plan all along? And if it wasn't the plan, then this is going to be a garbage pile. And on top of that, am I going to have to wait a long time to get part two? But the original rumor, Felicia Day, was that for part one would be out this October and then they'd keep the March part for part two. At which point I was like, I'm in, whatever. That's not I, if I'm getting four hours of Super Batman Superman, I'm in. Yeah, that, that was the that was the one reason why I was excited for yeah. it was that they were actually going to give us stuff earlier and just more stuff. Yeah. So we weren't really losing anything. Right. Whereas before, if it was just splitting into two movies, I'm not down with that. That'd be like sure. Yeah. If you're just breaking it off, in a the weird only part. thing I want split into two movies is Fast and Furious. Oh, Jesus, 7. shut up about this. I want, and, and I want or, Furious Seven Part One, and then Furious Seven Part Two. I'm gonna throw this out there stop, also. Stop derailing the your own even, topic. This is not even where we're gonna go with that, but. What about Furious Seven? Uh, Furious Eight Part One and Furious Eight Part Two. Like, could we just keep getting two part Fast and Furious movies just for the rest forever. of our lives? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up Definitely. to like twenty, and then we can reset we with that? a whole new cast. Does culture need that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, you're yes. again. You're at 100%. the wrong. You got the wrong duo to argue that. Okay. Way. Here's Don't the deal. There are here we go. Great series like The Godfather, um, Star Wars, and then there's Fast and Furious. And Fast and Furious, really, if you look at it as a whole, is more of an accomplishment than Lord of the Rings. More of an accomplishment than those those paltry Harry Potter movies. It is just it is it is like the the apex of what human. Yeah. Can beings I ask you a create. question, Felicia? Yeah. Do you like what's cars? the Fast and Furious about? Cars. No, 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 no. What what's it about, Nick? It's about family, Tim. Exactly. It's about family, exactly. and it's about love. Okay. They should split the Superman Batman movie up because Why? There's, there's too much stuff happening in there. We're into a Spider-Man three conundrum How where there are know? too many characters. They've already talked about Cyborg, Wonder Woman, Batman, it's Superman, Lex Luthor. You, did you like Superman? That was a kind of I mean, Man I, of Steel. It was a terrible movie. I said it was, eh. and I, I, you understand I'm a big Superman fan. I got that guy there. I got the Superman stuff around the house. You might have seen. I have a little shrine that out there. That scene where he's like. You know, go get the dog, Dad. Except I'm gonna wa- mm. that All right. infuriates. Patel, we're getting serious. You gotta, you gotta Infuri- hop over. There. Can I have it? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get into the microphone for this. I gotta start talking. Um. Anyway, so I was. It infuriated you because it was dumb, right? Like this also, is your chance, Clark, to be a man. Too many IHOPs, right? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I was not enough. Never enough, in my opinion. Okay. Well, we've already another, been over food. Another fine dining establishment, IHOP. And not to be confused I don't know else. about this Wonder Woman thing. What don't you know about it? Just in general? You're just not just a fan? in general. I just don't I I'm I'm suspect. The whole here's the problem with Batman versus Superman is that I know to be wary. And I know that I was let down by Man of Steel, but I can't stop getting excited. Because this is like, Felicia, this is all I've dreamed about since I was a child. A Superman movie that has Batman and Wonder Woman in it, live action versions. And when they, at Comic-Con, when they showed the teaser trailer and I watched it on bootleg version of the phone, and then they had, you know, her as Wonder Woman, Superman, I was like, what the, f- this is actually happening. Okay. This is finally happening. Okay. But then they started talking too much. They're like, oh, and Cyborg's going to pop up in it. That's and what I'm saying. It's becoming the expendables of the DC exactly. universe. Exactly. And like, you're not going to have enough time to flesh any of these characters out. Nope. So the idea to break the movie into two parts i was okay i was like all right that's better we all saw we we'll see we know what happens when you put too many people in a movie they all start doing things i don't know what's happening x-men that last x-men movie okay good all X-Men. right you know what i'm gonna give you that thank you because i mean the hobbit should never never have been that long right yeah. i mean ever and so that's why and then Hung- hunger games twilight it should all be three that's their three books you you fit you, you fit it in with, fit it in guys that's that's the one exception i think in my brain twilight? where no no definitely not twilight <laughs> really part two sure? was good part, part part two was better than of twilight yeah the, the last twilight was the best thing i've ever seen with the, with the, the fight the, the fight exactly yes i remember like, watching you, this did you see did you see this 
Uh, yes. The final Twilight. Christina right. told me all about the movie and the book long long before that. And we got to this point. I was like, holy shit. I don't remember every telling me. This is hot. This is awesome. Dude, I, I'll never forget because I didn't read the books. I didn't see it. Like, I think I just walked into the fourth movie because someone made me and I was with my friends. And everyone in that theater at the end when they like went off book. Okay, okay. I mean, Oh yes. my God. People no. were crying and stuff. And I was like, this is this is amazing. <laughs> my, my favorite part about this podcast so far is that Felicia, we have Felicia Day on, and she makes these incredibly intelligent and articulate like arguments against something, and then we just fucking shoot just right just past that just and just, just evangelize it. It's so much better than being serious. I guess it's fun. Um, okay. I was going to say that the, the last Hunger Games that came out, we were when we were down in oh, LA, yeah. we had to, we had to go some time. Actually, it wasn't bad. I didn't mind mm-hmm. that it was a two parter because there was a little bit more of a story to tell there, and it was more action. But are you part like of the crew that slept through this movie? I am. Thank you. <laughs> I did. We went there, it. right? We drove. We drove down. Uh, podcasted on the way there in this van. Got mm-hmm. to Dave Fennoy's house. Uh, Lee Everett in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Podcasted with him. Slept over. Woke up. Had a meeting with YouTube. Then we were supposed to go to Kevin Smith's house. Podcast with Jesus, him. His name drop much? No, oh, I'm, I'm just. Sorry. I'm, They're all on the floor. Everyone can watch that right now on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny. And then we were gonna drive back. Wishtodaybook.com. We'll be talking oh, about shit, it later. Ta- yeah, we have to talk books though. <laughs> we drove all the. We were gonna drive back, but Kevin kept pushing it back, so we had to like. We, we, all of a sudden, we weren't leaving at like five anymore we're gonna have to leave at like two in the morning or Got whatever you. so which me colin and i tried to sleep in the van <laughs> it was too hot then we're like all right let's just go to a movie we went to a movie and i only paid to see the hunger games to sleep in the theater because <laughs> christine got so mad when she found out i watched it without her and i'm like honey i just slept you don't understand you just weren't basically there renting a couch exactly i was like this is the you best been, like robbed while you were sleeping it'd be it'd just like well that happened yeah, well it's good enough that's what i was actually thinking i was so tired on thursday because my plane got given delayed and i was like my Same hotel room was not ready and I was like, can I just sleep in the car? Can I do that? Or wouldn't it be nice for just have a, na- a nap lounge? Yeah, nap pods. I bet they have they in have Japan in a place where you can rent a nap, they right? Do. They do. They have little pods that you can rent on hourly basis. Gee, I want that here. They have them. People would freak out here, though. What? About hair? You would, no, either that Standard? or you'd open it up and Bug in San Francisco bugs. it would just be like heroin. People just, <laughs> just, just, that's what heroin looks like. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Or an opium den. Which so, I still think that opium needs to make a comeback. What's up? So, uh, so <laughs> it's a romantic. Have I sold you on why they should have why they should split? Absolutely. This? Okay, good. See, you listening, Zack Snyder. I think that the problem is like every time they split these movies, like uh, the Hobbit gave it all a bad name. It should it's not true. have been three movies. No, the sure. Hobbit. You can't do three huge books and three movies and then be like one tiny book and three movies. Like that's unreasonable. Yeah, it's un. It's it, that's like an assistant really moving slowly. Like I need a week and a half to alphabetize. I'm like, you did one letter in an hour. You need to. You know, yeah, let's up. hurry it up. You're clearly milking this out. You're you're, yeah, uh, they did it with Harry Potter. They did it with the seventh Harry Potter film, and I actually liked that because I'm a huge Harry. Wasn't Potter that fan. the first? That was, probably the, that was the first one, one but that first made to break sense because that book was 750 it's pages true. long or something like that, and everyone at that point was like, "Give me as much Harry Potter as you possibly can." I don't can. want the ride. This to is end. the last time we're going to see this. They're not going to make another one for a really long time, if ever. Um, now they are. Thank God. Good job, J.K. Um, Wait, is she writing another book? She has written another book. Is it, it was a prequel, and they're making another movie. It's a prequel. Uh, it is the it's book that she's Hagrid. written is about. And they're doing it in three parts, right? And it's only a tiny book, right? Are they doing it? In three I'm parts? pretty sure. Oh, oh my god, I didn't know that. Now you got what you out wanted. Out of control. Huh? That is out of control. Um, no, the book is about uh, one of the characters. One of the books in the in the movie. It's about that character, though. It's it's meta. Um, Taggart's. But yeah, I think if they so anyway, if they were saying that if they came out and said, "Hey, we're dying as a you know Warner Brothers is not doing well. We're going to split these two movies out." That's Clearly, why they would have done that, but I, I don't know. They were going to call the first one "Enter the Night," right? How dope is that? And then the second one, "Dawn of Justice." Holy crap! I don't need to know anything else. I would buy tickets to when those movies. When do you movies. think? Okay, is it going to be like five years where basically movies are just eight-hour TV shows? Do you know what I'm saying? 
Like, that, I mean, that's, I'm okay with that. Marvel's though. kind My of doing that. My problem with that, though, is the how long it takes in between each yep. of these. And that's yeah. why this was cool to me, is that six months apart, you'd be getting two movies. I'd be fine with that if things were always like that. But, like, it sucks when you get something. Like, for example... Uh, Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. You watch it, and it's like, okay, we're not going to get the next X Men movie for freaking like two, three years. Yeah, but yeah. if you think about like, what if Daredevil on Netflix? Mm-hmm. They poured you know eight times as much money into it, but they did eight hours of content, which would be like eight one-hour movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. would be the equivalent of doing a movie every four years. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the expense is being able to write it all and then produce it all at once. But once you have a script. Then you break it down. Like, they do that for Game of Thrones. They write yeah. all the scripts down. Basically, Game of Thrones is an eight-hour movie or ten-hour movie, however many episodes. I think it's eight or ten. ten. Yeah, so that's a ten-hour movie they shoot. Mm-hmm. And then they break it down, and then they they shoot, they block shoot wherever they have to go, like Iceland and Morocco and all that stuff. So why when I think it's only a couple of years difference for everything just changing to that model. You That'd know nice. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd love that. TV's kicking the crap out of movies right now. That's true. That's the whole thing. And that's yeah, why, that's like... Awesome. I, I was getting this argument that the best live action interpretation of Superman in my lifetime is Smallville. Now, granted, tons of bad Smallville episodes. God, so many of them. Entire seasons that were just trash. But the good ones were so great mm-hmm. and set up such an awesome storyline and lineage. And, like, you know, I feel like I know that version of Clark. Whereas this one, right? You watch Man of Steel and you're just like, uh, yeah, well, why didn't you go over there and save him? It's well, it's, so much, it's like, like <laughs> it's it takes so much effort to make, like, so many cooks in a two-hour movie. Like, that script gets just, like, worked over like a yeah. bad, bad mm-hmm. dough. And then if you have to do 22 hours, it's too fast to actually get any quality. That's why, like, the eight- and ten-hour episodes are, like, the golden spot because mm-hmm. you can actually do them well. Are you sleeping? No. I smelled something. You smelled sleeping. <laughs> what? What the? just happened? Someone called the hospital. She's having a stroke. <laughs> Listen, I, just, I smell toast. That? Yeah, I, smell, I actually smell something too, but I, it's not. It's not sleep. I, I don't know what sleep smells like. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Is this a question? What it ha- what's maybe happening? Maybe I had that like flash of panic, like you're boring. No. That's it. No, no. No, it's because you said, at watching. some point you said, blah, 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 too fast. And Tim mugged the camera for too fast, too furious. Yes. That oh, that happen. was it. I yeah. felt that. I felt a pregnancy. There was a disturbance was, in the force. The force. <laughs> too. What happened? Forget it. Forget, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Somebody you're, will tell you're, us. You're dropping gems, but I didn't want to interrupt I'm you. I'm not no, talking yeah, So I'm just looking at the I'm camera. I'm just going to pet your dog's ass. That's fine. Too many cooks, yeah. Too many cooks. Exactly. Too, too, too many, many cooks. cooks. And I went in, I was going to sing, but I'm like, I'm not going to interrupt her. No, no, no. Always interrupt. Yeah. No, never interrupt. That's rude. <laughs> so what did you come down? You it should be split. I'm starting to figure out what sleep smells like. I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm never gonna forget about this. I've been putting that over. I'm gonna write that line down because that's gonna show back up into something. Wait, are you sleeping? I smell something. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing about splitting the movie up into two. First of all, I, we, we did that on Colin and Greg Live. It was somewhat obvious to me, and I think even to you that that yeah, was fake. It was. Uh, but. The, the here's the thing there's just the bottom's gonna fall out of the superhero thing at some point it's gonna happen and like whether or not it happens like in a few years or in five years or in ten years the I think splitting something like Batman versus Superman is risky into two or three is risky because it's gonna cost them more money on the back end here's an example uh, the Hobbit's a really good example of a movie that actually made less money the more the longer it went on mm-hmm. and I'm sure that if they can go back and look at it in terms of uh, profit margin they probably might have preferred to do one or two movies on that and really right. blown it out um, movie sales are down uh, the last decade 25%, so, uh, and movies are more expensive than ever to make. So there's just a lot of like weird financial reasons, uh, clear financial reasons that w- they want to split the movies up, and really few reasons, it seems, that would have anything to do with the subject matter and being true to the subject matter. The Hobbit was a great example, right? The Hobbit's shorter than the Two Towers, but Two Towers got a three-hour movie and The Hobbit got a nine-hour movie. You know, that was obviously a financial yeah. decision. If, 
if those movies were made today, they'd be like fucking 25-hour, five-part movies each. You know what I mean? Um, the funny thing is, is with these superheroes, like, I'm really interested to see how Batman vs. Superman does. Super, the last Superman, do well. no one, Superman, there hasn't been a good Superman movie in a long time. Like, um, and I'm not sure, and we've talked about this many times, I'm not sure about the cultural relevance of Superman. Batman's really super relevant, so yeah. I think that that's going to bring a that's lot of people well. in. That's why he's and, first, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I wonder... I, I keep we keep talking about this over and over again, but I really wonder what is going to be the movie that bombs. That's that this whole thing is going to fall apart like a house of cards. Like I'm really Adam, interested. It's called what Green I worry is it's going to be Wonder Woman, and then everyone's going to say you can't do a woman superhero. No, because guys write this a shitty movie. <laughs> Basically, I mean, I I, I, I have mean, a lot of hope for Wonder Woman. I I want that to be good. I want DC to 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 you know pull themselves up by the bootstraps and start making awesome movies that's why i'm excited for this i think it's going to do well i think they're smart to put batman out for like to, yeah. to lead with batman because he is what like the the biggest seo on and in, in the, on the planet right the like, thing on youtube yeah yeah like, like it's crazy really? for first yeah. hero for first superhero wow. whatever batman so i mean and i love batman i will always i will watch any batman movie whether or not like going in case in point batman forever is on my netflix queue right now i will probably Hell watch yeah. that tonight Hell yeah! That was the cloning one. Yeah, no, That's, no, 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 Batman no, and Robin. No, Batman, Batman and Robin. Yeah, I was gonna say Batman Forever isn't. It gets a bad rap. No, Batman was, Forever is fine. a fine movie. Sorry, fine. Batman and Robin's on my Netflix queue, and that's when we was like, "What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age." <laughs> and yeah, like, freezes awesome, out of nowhere. Dude. Why did he say that? I don't know. Not motivated line. <laughs> I just, I, I'm looking around life. like this. I, I don't. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out because I'm not really in the. You know, as we know, I'm not really in the comic books or superheroes or anything like that, and I wonder. I'm looking around, and it's kind of in our, our nerd culture. A lot of our, our people out there really like this kind of stuff. But we know we were looking at the, the ratings for stuff like Arrow and stuff like that, and the ratings are not good. Like, like the ratings are good for CW. For, for CW, but they're not good ratings like for, say, NBC or something like that. And I wonder, can you keep aiming shit at this small group of people, and are they going to con- continue to, like, receive it? You know, in a sense, like, we were talking about Gotham. Like, Gotham was supposed to be this big thing, and, like, I've not heard anything really positive about it. Well, they um, picked it up. It's doing well, yeah. Like you know, I, but I mean, critically, I've not heard. I've heard actually a lot of bad things about Gotham. It seems I, like I, in the very beginning, there were a lot good. of people. Yeah, I I, I, I dropped it. off after Balloon Man. I was like, I'm good. That was not great. Balloon I mean, Man. There's some really good bad guy characters. <laughs> really, it's about not even Mega Man. The beginning of bad guy characters in the Batman. Yeah, Meg, if you if you ignore Jim Gordon, it's better. He, they just don't give him very good storylines. Really? Yeah. That's what I was worried. Even about. Wiley would make yet. Balloon Man. So you know that yeah. that's like a that's a that's a that's a big problem. He like just drew, put a giant X through it on the board. <laughs> He's like, oh, but I'm intrigued. I'm, intrigued, I'm yeah. intrigued by it because I know that like we we live in an, 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 an I don't want to say an echo chamber, but like just a group of people, millions of people that really enjoy this stuff and they love it and they love it and they love it. But I I, I wonder just like with anything else when it hits critical mass and there's so much of it, yeah. it will inevitably fall apart. Like I I want to see like how it happens and when it happens. It's going to happen. Like you you keep pushing out these movies two three parts just. Like you announce your movie slate to twenty twenty one, like it's just, it's insane. You're making a like it's that's insane. Why, like I, I, I I've never seen anything like it. You know, like it's it can't this this show can't last forever. I don't know? think it's going to be like a hard bubble burst, but there is there, we are sort of going away from the traditional movies, which it sucks for me to say because I love movies above all. But I like like going back to your point. I like what like the BBC does right when they put out mm-hmm. something like Sherlock, where it's three one and a half hour episodes. They yeah. feel like their own movie, yeah, but they are movies. TV, and they you really can't put them in a, nes- a category that we use or a metric that we use to categorize like our entertainment in the United States. But they're awesome and they work and they feel fresh and new. Yeah. And so you know if they were to do, they, they, it's just the model of film. The film distribution is 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 still trying to figure out where it's going to be in this new media age. And once it does. I mean, like you always say, it'll probably just be online, and yeah. then it'll be, I guess, cheaper to distribute. Dang, and cheaper, dang digital, sir. All that stuff, Thank but, you. 
I don't know. I'm still gonna go see the hell out of that. Movie I'm just waiting for out. the fifth Spider-Man reboot. I think that that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be they're the gonna, one. They're gonna reboot it, and literally the next year they're gonna reboot again. Yeah, like just a younger, like yeah. three years younger. Because then one one day we'll get Spider-Man. And it'll just be Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Did you see that Punk Spider-Man they just released? Did you no. see that? Punk Spider-Man? Yeah, they literally. It was something either part of a card game. I saw it on IO9 or something like that. And it was the worst thing I've ever seen. He's wearing like cut off jean shorts oh, okay. and has like a punk mohawk. Nice. Probably. It sounds like one of the great '90s toys we it used was, to get. It was. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man is like whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> Put him out. Um, I, I want. I just want to see how this all shakes out. The, yeah. the nothing's immune to market forces. Like the the. You know, we're see- you're kind of almost seeing it. A good example is like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed versus Grand Theft Auto. Like Call of Duty's plateauing now. You know, like mm-hmm. and it's going to plateau, and then inevitably, if you keep releasing this shit every year, it's going to fall. People are are eventually going to become disinterested in Call of Duty. It might not be next year, or the year after, but eventually that shit's going to fall off a cliff. Sure. The same thing's going to happen with Assassin's Creed because they keep shoving it down everyone's throat. Well, I mean, the short... Grand Theft Auto is a different story because Rockstar will sit there for five years and make the game. The shorter and then, example... And then it's a big deal. Right now, that people have lived through is Guitar Hero uh, Rock Band. Oh, yeah. Where and those Tony came Hawk. out and everybody, lo- yeah, and everybody loved and loved and loved them. And then, like, oh. one day it was over. And everybody's like, we are done. Stop. You know what I mean? And they were like, all right, we're done too. And everybody was just closed up shop and it didn't matter delivery. anymore. Yeah, and, and Diet Coke delivery for, and it wasn't, for and birthday it wasn't, boy. The thing with Rockstar or, 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 or Rock Band and, and Guitar Hero, which was really interesting, was everyone loved it or whatever. And I think a lot of assumptions were that, oh, well, this group of people will get out of it. Another group of people will pick it up. Younger yeah, people, yeah. people that weren't familiar with it. Eventually, it really did implode. Like, we saw that before our very eyes. That whole thing just imploded. And maybe, you want, like Nick was saying, maybe you want to see something as catastrophic or as sudden or even as recognizable or identifiable as what happened with that. But... I think you'll see something like I, I just think you're going to one of those movies that they announced one of those Marvel DC movies is going to be is going to crater. I know it. And yeah. like I don't know which, which one it's going to be. And and suddenly people are going to Ant-Man? Uh, and I don't no. think I don't Ant-Man's think Ant-Man's trailer looked good. No, I mean Really? I thought it looked fun. I I'm, I just have no attachment to anybody in Marvel universe. So I watched the trailer. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, Paul Rudd, sure. Michael Douglas, why not?" Okay. I they put. Yeah, I won't see yeah. it till it's day and day digital, so like, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, I I, I just think I don't know what it's going to be. I just think the margins have to be so small when you spend this much money to market a movie and make a movie and pay the stars and stuff like that. Like they can't afford hits like where they're gonna th- where they're gonna eat it yeah. like over and over again on these movies like they did with you know. Like but they the make Ranger most of their money overseas anyway. That's true. Like, so like we have, they don't care about Americans. No, I mean you're seeing that you're seeing that with you saw with Transformers and stuff too. Yeah. Uh, you know, emerging markets and stuff are becoming very important for for American entertainment. Uh, you know, sales globally. Obviously, mm-hmm. I just I, I'm just so super curious to see what happens and like what 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 is too much? Because it's too much. I love period pieces and I love you know all this weird shit, but I don't need fucking Downton Abbey every fucking two seconds. Like <laughs> I know, do. Like <laughs> imagine if you didn't have to wait for Downton Abbey's like six, seven, eight episodes and maybe a movie every year, mm-hmm. right? And it's awesome because of that. Like you want more of it because of that. Eventually, it's got to go away, and it's not even that exci- as exciting as it used to be anymore, right? Like to I me, mean, to, you, tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you know what I mean. Like when you get some, it's He's, the same thing with Mad Men. Like they they split Mad Men into two, the final season into you know into two parts, and that sucked. But at the same time, like I really want that show to come back. If they shoved mm-hmm. a twenty four episode Mad Men season down my throat, I'd probably be like, Jesus Christ! Like enough with the yeah. fucking Mad Men already. Yeah, you know? <laughs> enough with the Mad Men. Yeah. So I'm just saying, there's such there's such a thing as too much of a good thing for even the things we love the most. That's why I love sure. you know football. I love football and I love hockey, right? But when hockey's not on, it makes you want hockey. Right. When there's always a superhero movie in the movie theater, I bet you people are going to start to get fatigued by it. And we're going to see what happens. You know, Maybe people will read more books. I hope so. Speaking of books, Nick Way. What? Hey, Felicia, you have a book coming out. I do have a I book. I forgot. We it's were going to try to work August. it into your travel topic. And it, it's it okay. Didn't it's fine. You can read books when you travel. You do? Hi. FeliciaDayBook.com. No. What's your book all about? 
It's an autobiography. It's about, about me. Yes. So it's, it starts off in Austin, Texas. It uh, no, it starts off with me as a kid, like yeah. a very small kid, homeschool kid, Texas. strange, weird kid. Mm. Uh, lots of weird stories. I spent a year writing this thing, so uh, talking about yourself for a year is like I'm over you. But hopefully, <laughs> other people are not over me. Um, a lot of it is about how I, I started making the guild, about the internet, oh, nice. about how I grew up on games, um, started a company. Like it really just. Uh, it's all the things that kind of make me weird <laughs> and hopefully encourage other people who are weird to just embrace who they are. I mean, that's the kind of core of what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be out in August. So I'm going to be doing book tour. So obviously traveling quite a bit. And um, yeah, you know, it's I don't know if you guys journal or or uh, obviously you're really creative. But um, the thing about, you know, creativity is that you, you just have to be brave enough to be able to do it. And a lot of my struggle over the years was just figuring out how how do I actually put myself out there or not feel like I'm just this weirdo <laughs> in yeah, life? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the core of it. And I'm, you know, I'm excited to, to get it out there. It's, it's something I've been working on so long. It's like, I can't wait. <laughs> Can I ask, cause I always thought if, if, and I know Tim's probably thinking the same thing, if you were to write your own autobiography, would you embellish? And to what degree, to what length would you embellish Tim? Oh, I mean, I would be pretty accurate. You would? Yeah. I would probably the there would be lots of saving children and burning, burning buildings. Well, when, when I was in Wait, kindergarten, were, were you ever? No, that's not true. I I've once, never saved child, was, burning children in high school. I saved <laughs> an entire kindergarten class from these seals in Santa Cruz. Wait, what? It's not true, but oh, okay. Uh, if I, I tell like, it enough, people will think it's true, and see? eventually, I'll think it's true, and then yeah, and then it'll happen. So, were you? That's my question for you, though. Real, the real question was. How, when you were recalling these, was it hard to be blatantly honest with yourself and hard to retell these? Yeah, it was actually, you know, I tell. You're exposing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had, you know, I write a lot. I mean, I wrote The Guild and I wrote other screenplays and things like that, but I've never, you know, when you're talking about yourself, you really have to sort of zoom out and be like, who am I? And how is this useful for other people without just being like, look at at me? Like, I need, try to shape your whole journey in life and and make it useful for other people versus like narcissistic which obviously looking at herself feels oh my god this woman (laughs) um (laughs) but really the process of writing it was really therapeutic because um you know i've dealt a lot with anxiety and depression i didn't want to put it in there and i was like let's just make myself look amazing like i'm doing an interview and i'm like this is not useful to anybody so yeah let's brag a little bit i went from one success to another amazing you'll never be like me don't try the more i you know and the more you talk about things that are real because you know there are a couple people who like what I do and if it, it you know you when when you're separated if you're a fan of somebody you don't know their journey and if you understand their journey it makes you you feel like it's possible for you to follow your dream mm. and uh, and really embrace you know doing something that seems scary um, but if you unless you do something scary you're not going to accomplish you know your dream you can't yeah. by definition so um, it is really hard but I, I think everybody should do it like whenever p- anybody asks me how do you deal with anxiety I'm like the first thing I started doing was journaling and whenever I get like really anxious like oh my god the nuclear war is going to happen I'd be like okay why is this not logical <laughs> why is it not logical so Colin started taking notes on yeah, I was going to say yeah. Colin, you and Colin have a lot uh, okay. issues he's wound, no you have a lot in wound, common Colin's wound pretty tight Colin really wanted Red <laughs> Dawn to take place when he was a kid yeah Red right. Dawn was my favorite kid, so it was my fantasy really oh my god <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'll be getting you a moleskin for your birthday. <laughs> thank you. Well, that's exciting. I, I, I can't wait to read this. I'm yeah, thank read you. It. Is yeah. it up for a pre-order now? Yeah, you can go for pre-order, FeliciaDayBook.com. It's coming out in August. Uh, I have a new cover coming out and all that stuff. And yeah, I'll be going on tour. It'll be really fun. I'm a, I'm a huge reader. So having my own book, I'm just, I want to be in an airport and see my face. That's like my dream. I know that's the only like thing I'll let myself sort of fantasize about. It's <laughs> a good fantasy. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to see my face inside of a bus. I don't know why. You never like know. I want to see mine on a milk carton. 
Oh my god. One day, Greg. One day. You'll be kidnapped, don't worry. <laughs> Thank goodness. I've never trusted this Kevin fellow. No one's gonna oh, Greg's him. unsung, so no one's gonna know that they Yeah, that's kidnapped. the problem. I just want my moment in the sun for <laughs> someone to you know recognize all the things I've accomplished and mm-hmm. celebrate me. Write a book. I'm gonna trust in your book. Yeah, that yeah. was the most like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that felt like a topic change. Yeah, I was like, are we? I'm not ready to change like, the topic yet. I'm not ready. No, oh, Nick, okay. had, I have one. I have a question for you about your book. So when you're going through and it's about you and you're doing these things, yeah. How are, when you're writing, like I'm assuming there's quotes in there from other people. How? Uh, I mean, like I was, you ever think about when you tell somebody's story and then you know, like uh, he didn't say exactly this, but it was this is the line of reason. You do it the best that you recollect, recollect, yeah. and there's always that thing like this is the way I remembered it. This is okay. not, and you try not to be like talk shit about. People. I was gonna like, say, did you have to reach out to people too and be like, hey, uh, you're my book. We're still in the process of doing that, okay. but you know, I mean, really, I only make fun of myself. I mean, okay. like, there's so many stories about me, especially with gaming and creating the guild. Like, I'm an idiot. Like, I don't know why I'm here. It's all just like oh, trust absolute me. We're familiar naivety. With this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're in the internet world, you just have to jump in. If you knew, if you look back and be like, okay, this is what you're going to have to do, I'd be like, peace out. I'm just oh, going yeah. to commercial auditions. Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, people tried to tell us it was going to be hard when we quit and you'd be, we'd be really busy, but we thought we'd have a lot of free time. Oh, no. I, I, I thought I was going to take naps Jesus. at times. <laughs> but I the, didn't realize go it was going to be like this. Oh, no. But the cool thing, like that, that is actually a whole, you know, what I talk about a lot. Like if you are your own boss in a sense, like you never turn it off, especially if you're right. anxious because it's like, this is all on me. I've got to, I mean, if I stop, the, the whole train stops. I can't stop i'm just like you know yeah, yeah so that's kind of a balance you have to sort of insist like the whole travel story like i'm insisting that i do one day extra for myself and like i never would have done that two years ago it would be crazy okay. crazy crazy bitch crazy that's a chapter <laughs> name crazy crazy, 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 bitch. crazy crazy bitch that was my alternate title it's like, on the, like it's, on, it's on the dust jacket like yeah, about like, this crazy crazy <laughs> bitch <laughs> just picture me like ah. colin yes what's your topic uh, before we start, I, I uh, someone referee's uh, got something. To someone say. tweeted at us. Uh, I just thought this was interesting. What? Right now they're tweeting. They know we're here. They know. Just this was just a general tweet. Uh, at, hey, if you ever at, Felicia Day that, on the show today, it was God, that I kind of her. It's from Marcel Forge uh, <laughs> crazy, at crazy official bitch. underscore ML one one seven. That doesn't sound like a real name. Are you guys done? I apologize. Cross talking. I apologize. You'll get caught up in the cross talking. Uh, anyway, uh, he sent us. He sent. I don't know if you guys saw this or he tweeted at you guys too, but he sent us analytics for the game over Greg's show. Oh, I saw that. I did see that. Uh, my topics are the least popular. And what? And uh, let's wait. Hold on. What does it say? I love cruel internet comments that are meant to be helpful. Like, oh no, your hair looks really bad lately. He had a five-hour shift at work, and he was bored. So he went through (laughs) all of our videos and compiled stats on average number of views and this, that, and the other, and how many how many of our topics for each of us have gotten over twenty thousand views or something like that or something. What? It's it's sweet. I like it. It's dope. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want him to do it. Hard stats because you aren't the bottom. Nicks are the most popular. Because of the community. The people. The community submits this topic. Greg's are the second most popular. No, Tim's are the second most popular. Greg's are the third most popular. Mine are the least It's because I like to talk about sex a lot and people like sex. But the difference isn't that big. Like the, the, the average, the average uh, for instance, Nick's average topic views are 22,538. Yeah, they are. Buttressed heavily, of course, because the Why We Quit IGN episode is a 203,000. Well, of course. They want the dirt. Uh, they want the dirt. Uh, so there, there's something about that. 
Uh, Tim's are 20,403. Uh, uh, Greg's are 19,948. Mine are 17,229. So not terrible. Yeah. It's not a huge spread. Well, the thing is, I feel like somewhere along the lines, like in the, in the early episodes of the show, it was very much our own topics. Mm. But then somewhere along the line, it's kind of like we talk about it. It's like, oh, who should do what? And like, whatever. So it's... Also, it's you don't have more... enough to sample yet, really. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean... Cold cuts, been, not not a, a fair amount. The cold okay. cuts, not a popular topic. I'm pissed about that one. Yeah, me too. Cold cuts should have been the most popular. Topic. That was the least popular topic you've ever had. Yeah. Is cold cuts. My most my most viewed topic was New Year's resolutions. My least viewed topic was cold cuts. Greg's was the most viewed was Batman had sex with Catwoman, which was mostly because of Tim's uh, headline. Do you think, or because of the it idea? was Batgirl, sex. wasn't it? Oh, it's called sex. It's, it says Catwoman. It's just sex. That's, that's gotta be a typo. Uh, least viewed topic. Uh, 12,712 views. Too lazy to check. <laughs> How did he find the views on it when he wasn't uh, able to see what Tim's the topic is was? Tim is caught during sex. Uh, 59,500. Which is the Aisha Tyler one. Yes. One, one of the four Aisha Tyler. topic, what is love? Which I thought was a really good one. 12,800. <laughs> I love the two sides of that. And Nick was w- most popular. We quit IGN, which was 203,000. And his most popular was pie versus cake. 11,980. Which is bullshit again. Because no, that's that is a good a, debate. That is a good debate. No, it is. Where do you come down on that? Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We've already established you sleep instead of eating. I kind so that's of okay. like cake. No, I'm, no, that's my problem. I'm a sweets addict, but yeah. I shouldn't have sugar mm. because I have this style. You know, it's a whole regular It's a deal. Uh, I, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a cake person. All right. Oh. That's okay. I'm more of a cake that's person. That's okay. <laughs> what? I mean, I for me, for me, it goes cupcakes, then pie, then cake. Because I put cupcakes in the wrong category. We don't have to get into this. You can watch the topic. I like later. a good croissant, which I read somewhere mm. is the least efficient <laughs> format of of food ever like intaking calories yes. is just useless. the most ca- calories with the least amount of energy output right. like it's, it's the worst butter thing. and they're so good they're, so yeah, good. They are, they're flaky anyway the real topic was uh freedom of speech now this was a this was a, a topic that i was thinking about not so much with what happened in france although i think that catalyzed it but sure. more generally about what we feel that means and if there's any restrictions on freedom of speech so for instance uh, we were talking about Hotline Miami 2 uh, the other day about how in Australia th- the game is just not going to come out because of a scene that depicts rape um, or sexual assault of a woman. Um, and we were saying on the show, no matter the context of it, the context in the game, by the way, for people who haven't seen it, is that it's a movie being shot and they're actors. But regardless, like it's that's the topic. And in Australia, they're not going to let the game be released. They were not even going to give it a rating. And we were talking about how even though that's terrible um in real life obviously there's all sorts of crimes and and, and just an endemic disrespect of, of people all over the world in many different ways that nothing should be off limits for art or entertainment and i agree with that um but do you guys think that there's any limit whether it's in good taste or legally to freedom of speech um or do you think that like anything goes and i guess i was re- i was watching a bill maher thing today and i don't agree with bill maher on a lot of things i mean i'm on the different side of the political spectrum from i think on many in many ways but um, I do agree with him when he was saying like that people are so upset about the things people say like a lot of, a lot of freedom of speech is curtailed when people are their feelings are hurt basically it's like not even offensive it's just like I don't want you to say this or I don't want you to say that because it hurts my feelings or I'm sensitive about a certain issue and to me I, I think that that's outrageous so um, what do you guys think of all this that's my topic freedom of speech is good I, I come down with Colin I think on most of the so, so, uh, I come down with Colin Wow. I come down with Colin on most of this topic. And the fact of, yeah, like we were talking about the Hotline Miami thing of just like, there's going to be fucked up shit said and done all the time. And I think it's up to, it should, you should be as artists and creators allowed to create that content, but then it's up to the audience to decide if they want to support it or not. And then 
have it play out that way. You know, let the market dictate what is and isn't acceptable would be my way. Like in terms of just freedom of speech in general, like, yeah, I mean, that was all, you know, it's always that weird thing. It's like, people shouldn't be assholes. You're being an asshole in the middle of the street, screaming obscenities at somebody, right? Like I would like them to stop you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Not because you're, saying mean things then but you're disrupting the situation and scaring people and turning them off to this that and the but other where's the where's the limit there yeah i know right that's the I problem i mean as somebody who um has intermittently gotten a lot of hate on the internet oh you're at the table full of people who get hate <laughs> at the internet yeah, don't worry I mean, about it and tangentially to people who literally are harangued all the time with absolute disgusting hate and just like harassment like uh, it is really tricky, like yeah. nowadays. You, you know, because if it's one person saying, "I hope you die," and "I hate what you do," and "I'm going to rape you," and all those things, like, okay, that is it. <laughs> I mean, that person is obviously disturbed. But mm-hmm. how do you curtail that behavior? But then when it's like a whole group of people together doing it, I mean, it, it's sort of it's this weird online world where how do we actually restrict things for the better and not for the supp- oppression of yeah. people's rights? Because I'm all for you know people's uh, freedom of expression. I mean, I I go to art galleries and see like, oh, that's really crazy. That's her pubic hair, like, you know, really <laughs> yeah. weird. I want to go to those art galleries. <laughs> exactly. You do not want to see anyway. <laughs> but uh, obviously, art is meant to change the way we think about the world, right? And you know, we all are enveloped in a sort of worldview where we think, oh, this is the way the world works, and art comes in and disrupts the way we think that things should be. And hopefully, it changes our mind about how we see other people, how sure. we deal with certain topics. So if if we don't go into a uncomfortable area, then we never grow or at least mm-hmm. get the opportunity to think uh, differently, whether we do or not. It's better to be exposed and choose for yourself, right? But well, now it's almost like we're coming on two different things, right? Freedom yeah. of uh, speech and freedom of expression. Expression, expression exactly. for art and Hotline Miami and even hatred, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, go yeah, make your product do your thing. thing right? I mean, well, like, but freedom for speech of people who do go on the internet and call us names or call Yeah, Felicia but that's names. not – see, this is what I was thinking about when Felicia was saying this was that, like, to me, the difference is, like, if someone – tweets at Felicia like I'm gonna kill you right yeah um, which doesn't happen all the time right right no of course I mean not, not like other people I know but yeah it ha- it has happened many right. times of sure. course like that to me isn't a freedom of speech issue because that's a direct threat that's a threat yeah right. that's, like as that's opposed it. the difference is like saying like um, I'm gonna kill you right that's a threat or I'm gonna make a piece of art about killing someone yeah those are two different things yeah, yeah like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and like sure. I guess that's like what I'm saying is that the direct threat, especially against women online, is like insane, and that that stuff needs to be curtailed. It's unacceptable, you know. Yeah. Anything like we've all, I, I think Felicia gets it worse than any of us by far, be, simply because of her gender, and that's unacceptable. We all are receivers, uh, especially Greg and I. I think no, you guys, like, everybody gets yeah, it yeah, online. No, but no, but it's it's, un, it's not even a question. Yeah, no, I, I mean, what, if you're female, you get you. It's worse. It's, it's terrible. Far I mean, worse. We, I mean, I've read about the things that have even happened to you, and it's 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 awful, you know, and and like the. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, and like, like, like that. You read about me? That kind, of, that kind of stuff is, that kind of stuff is different because that's, that's actionable. You know what I mean? Like, that's like something that. Yeah, really, it's restraining order ish. Yeah, yeah exactly. me. I know. But it's interesting that the people who will defend the right for Hotline Miami to be released and hate and all those are the first to line up to <laughs> castigate people who are doing like uh, arty games that make you think in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the weird part to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fully on, like, yeah, release all those, but don't, like, sit there and mob people who are making something that makes you think the opposite direction. It's That's that's the weird part of the, the current culture that's very yeah. bizarre to me. We always talk about it on this show and, you know, a million other times, the vocal minority, 
that yeah. steps up and talks about this. So, so many people enjoy all of our content, enjoy it, and bounce. Like, they watch the video and they're done. They watch yeah. the guild on Netflix, like, they're great, and leave. Yeah. And then there's the people who don't like it, and they're the ones who are motivated they the most to, to talk about it, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's the problem of then making it sound like the ma- minority is the majority. It's like the Janet Jackson boob. It was like four people or something. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. 40 they people. all called the FCC exactly. over and over They're like, again. oh, God. And so it's anyway. literally, yeah, a mountain out of a molehill kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah. sucks that that's how it gets all spun around and changed up. And anyway, I interrupted you. You were no, doing smart. No, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it, no, to me, it's just, I, I just I'm really interested in the whole idea because you know Bill Maher was basically saying, and he made an interesting point. He he said, and this I think comes down. You you can look at this in two different ways. He was saying that people that he was talking about Rush Limbaugh, who's like very con- controversial yeah. AM talk radio guy, has been around for 25 years or longer, and he's you know makes he's just hugely popular, hugely rich, uh, big listenership. And he was saying like I'm not a fan of Rush Limbaugh. But the people that make websites attacking him and trying to get his advertising pulled are not advocates of freedom of speech. And I thought that that was an interesting thing because a lot of people would say, and I would actually agree with both sides, saying like, "Well, it's their, it's them exercising their freedom of speech by getting him basically fucked," you know, mm-hmm. like like financially. Yeah. You know, being like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I don't like what you're saying. Now I'm gonna screw you." Um, but at the same time, he's right in the sense that like people are so sensitive about what Rush, Rush Limbaugh says that they make it their mission to silence Rush Limbaugh. And, and, like, and, and isn't, that, isn't that the isn't that the core power of freedom of speech though? Isn't it, that isn't that what we all hope will happen? Is that the good will overtake the the seemingly bad or whatever the you know the majority of people think is bad? Like the, well, it, what about a raz- radical like if you go to the extreme like what about a really radical Muslim <laughs> like uh, you know uh, person who's in, in, inciting violence or whatever? Like mm-hmm. there's very few people like that's freedom of speech too no that's freedom when you're inciting violence you're inciting violence and that, that's when yeah. that's when you start going over i mean it's a crime right yeah, like yeah. the stuff that happened in france is a crime yeah those people were i mean they're dead which yes. is good all of them are dead Did they find all of them finally uh, i think that I, one girl is still, they still out right still yeah alive? i don't know i mean uh, yeah she actually snuck back in i think to like syria or something Did she? Like, or are I thought, you kidding? yeah i thought i thought i read something like one of them actually like got oh away but it's not good that they're dead i wish they caught them alive well that would have been pro- well i don't know it depends, because then then we get into the spectacle of like what we have with like Saddam, and I don't think he really wanted that. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to go deep into the rabbit hole into terrorism. Don't go in there. It's but, just uh, a pe- it's a mess. <laughs> but, you know, let's mess. talk more about Saddam. But, the, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I mean, just to kind of dial it back down to, to something that you know we do on a daily basis is we cultivate positive freedom of speech on our sites, right? And 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 on our channels and on everything we do, and that's the only real thing you can do there's always going to be people and it is their right to come up and be like i don't like tim's pigeon shirt it's disgusting he's worn it way too much <laughs> I, I try to only wear it when there's guests it really it's, looks it's clean it, doesn't it's um, clean. it really looks clean <laughs> but, but you know what if we if we are good decent human beings and we are putting positivity out into the world there will be a wave an overwhelming wave hopefully of people that will say tim is a lo- i love that shirt and tim there is allowed to wear it whenever yeah. and there yeah. is i like it i think probably is some sort of medical plan for you to take over the world but yeah. I'll read your book ten years from now, and thank you. Maybe <laughs> your biography, where you you're saving your your kindergarten. Yep, um, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, you can't you can't have freedom of speech without the bad. Yeah, you you have to allow people like Rush Limbaugh to speak. Um, and it's 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 a fluid thing. It's not a it's not an like I I feel like with these issues, what breaks your brain is that you think that there's going to be, you know, an end game to it, or finally we all win. It's not the way it works. Our mm-hmm. our our entire civilization is a fluid thing. Like like. Like a river, or like anything else that flows. You know, I mean, it's always it's always going to be ups and downs. It's always going to be peaks and valleys, right? We're always going to have great, you know, moments in our history that we can all be proud of, and then we're going to have moments that like just happen in France, where 
someone said, you know, they did something that was controversial and there was a severe repercussion for it and who's right and who's wrong. We have to figure that out and we have to move forward. Yeah, I just feel bad for people who there are people who are always outraged and they're always angry and they always feel put upon. And like I live with so much anxiety in my life and I know that I spent too much time in my life dwelling in a negative like worldview Mm -hmm. and like having tried, you know, made an effort to let go of that. It's so much better better, to not like you're disenfranchising me. You're you're oppressing me. You're trying to suppress being like fighting so hard when in fact you can make a choice to be like, I don't like that, but I have a lot of things I enjoy and I'm going to concentrate on that. Like that's what I honestly, for the people who are not violent, who are just negative all the time. I'm like, I actually, I feel like there's a better way. You would be happier if you didn't do that. Well, they would, and they would. And that's the thing too, is like, it's, it's harder it's easier to criticize than it is to create, right? Yeah, but yeah. we choose every day, all four of us, to create things, and we combat sort of any sort of uh, negative energy or, or, or negative sentiment out there with positive content. Mm-hmm. With you know, instead and we, of instead we of build that audience around that positivity, and the same thing on Twitter, right? Where it's like you know, last year around that time when I was like. I'm a kid, I was, you know, calling out some troll, showing the world how it's terrible so, this it feels was. so good for a second. And somebody responded, and they're just like, "Hey, man, like, it's I understand it sucks that you get all this hate and this hat, but you don't understand for that one guy, there's a thousand people that would love to get one positive comment from you." Yeah. And so that's when, like, when Twitter introduced the mute button, right? I was like, "Oh yeah." Oh my god, it's so good. Just cultivate your feed now. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and yell in your your phantom zone vacuum where I have. Yeah. You'll never know that <laughs> I don't even. You don't know. Oh, I still I still never use mute. I just block people outright. No, that gives it gives them power. No, they want to be blocked. Yeah, the yeah. worst. I they got want it. it. Like I got, I got it. And it. I'm gonna create another account. Guess what? They don't know if they're muted or not. That's mm. the great part. Yeah. No, I know that. I just I, I like you know I got to be passive aggressive in my own way. It's like popping up <laughs> pitfalls. But yeah, Colin yeah. can't let go of the negativity. But, but to me, no. That's to me, makes him strong. I don't know. I just think, I just think it's very interesting because I want us to get. We were talking about the game specifically with Hotline Miami too. Obviously, a very traumatic thing happens at the beginning of that game. Regardless of the context, we don't know. And, and but it's it it obviously is in real life a disgusting sort of thing. But mm. we would never question something like that existing in a movie or a book or a TV show ever. So like. My whole point was like people, Australians especially, should be really angry that that a, a government entity thinks that they have the right to tell them that they can't uh, uh, do like you know play a game because of something that someone projected their own offended posture and their and, and and onto them or whatever. Like that's the kind of shit that really bothers me. There's nothing. In other words, if there's nothing actionable about the threat, Bill Maher brought up another thing about Holocaust denial in Europe. That's a, that's illegal in most European countries. A legacy of obviously post nineteen forty five Europe and how ashamed especially a lot of Germans and Austrians were about what happened. And so like even going like I the Holocaust never happened. Like you can go to jail for that. You know? And he's saying, like, why? You know, like like that's silly. There it's like they, you can't just like project your like obviously the Holocaust happened. There's a story. I, I you know you don't have to be a history major like me to know that the Holocaust fucking happened. There's plenty of evidence that the Holocaust happened. But if someone's gonna run around and be like, no, the Holocaust. I'm a Holocaust denier. It ama- never happened. But it's amazing how people they did a study where if somebody believes something, it doesn't matter if you show proof to them. And I see this every day on the internet. Like, they will deny it, and you form your brain around a truth. And most people cannot change that truth. And that's what art is for—to like maybe like bash down Shake a it wall. Up a little bit, yeah. Exactly, but. It's so much harder to convince somebody, and the problem is, I mean, I'm not saying you should censor people, that's absolutely, but at the same time, like, I guess they're trying to avoid the fact that you have sort of a zeitgeist or an uprising of people just forgetting. I mean, look at our textbooks. People are trying to take things out mm-hmm. so that people don't learn, and you grow up with a worldview. You can't be changed. Yeah. Climate deniers and creationism and all this stuff that people are trying to put in books and sort of erase parts of history or whatever, um, you, you sort of fall into a trap where we forget where we come from. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not defending no, that. No, no, no. no. I, 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 I understand what you're saying because it's funny because we were talking about climate, climate denial, the climate change denial the other day too and like how silly it is because the evidence shows it but if someone wants to run around and say like, oh, 
the Earth's five thousand years old. It's like, well, clearly it's fucking not. But I guess, I, <laughs> but I guess that I guess that's your right to feel that way. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I just I feel like the freer society, the freest society, is one where you know is the more libertarian mantra of just saying like, just do unto others, kind of like you know. Mm-hmm don't hurt anyone physically but if you want to run around like you can say someone yelling in the street it's like who cares like yell in the street i guess like if, if you're bothering someone if you're outside someone's window and they're trying to sleep then maybe that's a different story but we can't i agree with what you're saying in terms of the the, 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 the there's just people out there that are offended by everything I know, by yes. everything and you could find them i i i, I gotta say like i love going on twitter when there's right, something potentially offensive and just going to the same people over and over again and just like how morally outraged they are <laughs> And like, ha- like it's like shut up. Like this is like this is the world you live in. Like where pagan men in Far Cry Four is gonna ruin your whole week, you know? Because he has because he's got his hand on a on a, a guy's head with a grenade. You know? Oh my god! I couldn't. That's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. I yeah. can't. I can't think of anything worse than that. So it's like so freedom of speech to me is like a very open ended question. But I think that we should always err on the side of true freedom of speech like the guys that protest the, the totally tasteless what westboro baptist church right the guys that protest uh the funerals of marines and, and, and soldiers that come home that are dead and it's like totally it's like wildly offensive you know mm-hmm. like the things they do and they've been doing it for 10 years but oh long on that the, yeah since, well since the beginning of the well actually really it goes i mean the westboro church goes way back but yeah it became it came to prominence obviously after yeah i just that. remember covering it you know for newspapers um and but don't you think when people are that horrible like it almost pushes people who might be on the fence to be like no, <laughs> like mm. it's almost with especially even gaming like you have such bad behavior on such an extreme right, right, right. that it's more people are like oh no don't you know I'm yeah. not I don't want to side with them I yeah. mean in movies you don't have that sort of extreme so you can't criticize you know cinema universe as much because there isn't the extreme as yeah. much I don't know well but. you hope is it becomes part of gaming in particular becomes part of everyday culture yeah, right? yeah. Where, like when all the old people who haven't played games die and then it's everyone who's ever been raised <laughs> yes, in a world exactly. of games then it's yeah, just gonna yeah, be games yeah, yeah you're like, right we, you know t- uh, what's your name Nick Nick loves movies but he's never like I'm a, I'm a movie goer that's how I define myself as a movie goer, right? And like, yeah, well, no, we're true. gamers though, cinephile. because it's still our thing I'm, I'm, not, I'm none it's, of the above I, I don't <laughs> you're, a, you know, you're not cinephile what's that other thing you are uh, oh God! Pe- oh man! What no. is it? <laughs> what are you? Right he was gonna say pedophile. Oh, well. <laughs> no, I didn't know. That was the most more my word. What this is I the abuse? This is the abuse <laughs> I take week after week at this table. Epicurean. Epicurean. But I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it this way. Like we were talking about West Bar, right? Like probably the most offensive people in the entire country in terms of just there's a complete agreement with them. But like you can't, it's like introducing a tax, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, once you introduce the tax, it never goes away. Collins in a ref outfit right now. I know. I, <laughs> once you like, it's like a flag deep, on deep jerks. <laughs> once you introduce, <laughs> uh, like the problem with the income tax, for instance, in 1916 was, or you know, or in the 19 teens was, they introduced it at one percent, and now we have an income tax that's way higher because you introduced it, and so the idea of the tax was there, and it never went away, and it got worse and worse. You introduce censorship, yeah, against the Westboro guys, for instance, or the KKK, or whatever other wildly offensive groups out there, and suddenly people are going to interpret it over time to be like, well, that's offensive actually too, See. and that's offensive, and that's offensive. Before you know it, you, that's why you never introduce censorship to begin with. You know, just like you never introduce a new tax to begin with, because once you introduce something, it never goes like that. It never goes away. So let the Westboro Church guys go crazy. Let the KKK and the neo-Nazis go crazy. At least, you know, they're there yeah. and everyone hates them anyway. And that's so the thing. they're not living in secret. You know that, the, you know, that these so you, fucking maniacs if are you there. ignore it. Right. It seems like that's the easiest way. Everybody's doing it for attention. Right. Like when we mute somebody and then they just yell and yell and yell. And if they ever get a reaction from us, then mm-hmm. they just disappear. And it's like, whatever. 
Same thing with them. Like I, the Westboro people, I always love the people who come with their own signs and sit in front of them, or the signs of the you know the left that's you know make fun of them and all stuff. I'm like, well, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, just ignore it. Just go. Don't worry about so it. Connor, we don't need to sit here and go crazy. Are you saying, if I'm hearing you right, that it's better to err on the side of like being more liberal with our with our policies toward uh, freedom, freedom of speech. speech than it is to be more conservative? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, like, absolutely. Agree. Because like I, I really do feel like once you start checking the boxes and getting mm-hmm. and censoring more and more things, it's hard to uncensor something. Yeah. So you might as well just err on the side of just saying like, well, as long as you're not hurting anyone, like physically, literally hurting someone, or like we were talking about before with Felicia, like, threatening distress. someone yeah. in a way that's actionable, which I think any threat probably is, then well, who cares? People tell me they hate me all the time. People say awful shit to me every day on the internet. That's their right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dispute their right to say that to me because it hurts my feelings, you know. And I think there's a lot of people need, need to realize that art doesn't care about their feelings, you know. At the end of the day, like that's not what art exists for. It's not what a movie exists for. It doesn't mean it, not everything's there to massage your ego and give you a trophy and make you feel good about your life. You know what I mean? And, well, you just have to say it. I mean, like I know a lot of creative people have quit Twitter and things like that because it's just like this is not helping me create. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I do my best creation when I'm not on the internet i mean because when you have other people out there you're then you're thinking i want to externally validate and please everybody else and i don't know exactly what i want to say as an artist and it is very hard to have those ears all in your ear and then you're kind of looking at your create you can't create from your heart you're creating from external places which is never going to well, do something like this organic. before so what yeah. do i how do i yeah yeah well that's what i always loved about you know twitter to me was it's been a different experience for me because i think maybe just a unique experience in gaming maybe and just in our sphere is that I, I love the people that are out there that have stuck with us and that we've that have come to appreciate pre, appreciate us as a group and individually and love us whatever because I've been outspoken and very different than a lot of the echo chamber in gaming like I'm very openly conservative and I'm I'm a Republican and all those kinds of things and I just say it I don't care and like the so the people that are like I've never censored myself in front of people I never said what people wanted to hear and I think that really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and a lot of people judge me based on my politics and then a lot of people also like I appreciate that you're different and that you don't censor yourself and those are the people that I think have come along with us because they appreciate kind of the more outspokenness of it that I'm not trying to be be something for everyone I'm trying to be me mm. and you either take it or you leave it and that's totally fine I'm not offended if you leave it and I hope you do take it you know what I mean like it's you have to respect everybody who has belief system that they they put forward mm. that's not based on negating other people's experience yeah. that's the problem from any side is like my agenda is to invalidate what you believe no my agenda my agenda is to to put forth what i believe in a positive way and go forward positively that's what everybody should do yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the abso- only rule absolutely and i always love like i like a lot of people out there even in the even in the industry have like written me off based solely on my politics and that's totally fine but i always love when people just don't like to be challenged i, I live every day of my life being challenged because i'm a unique kind of individual in that industry you know what i mean but people always make assumptions we've had we've seen it before where it's like Oh, he's you know he must be against gay marriage. It's like no, I'm actually for gay marriage. And they're like, oh, like I'm like he, he must be pro life. And I'm like, no, I'm pro choice. <laughs> you know, like like all like all these kind of things. So you're basically just judging me, like and trying to almost you know judge Could me. You. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well, do that if you want, but you, you I'm not going to be put into a box by the way God people feel it, about it. Damn it! What? Pigeonhole. Oh, pigeonhole. You start rubbing your shirt, showing off. Did you really do that? He did. Ugh. He did. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that that was a fun conversation that we could have had about about freedom of speech. It was a fun and conversation. Where, and where thought provoking. Thank you, to, Colin. Yeah, no problem. And hopefully, it'll increase my numbers a little bit. Maybe, but maybe nope. not. I don't know. Down, uh, down again. And again, we really do appreciate all you guys out there. Thank you for thank you thank for you. sticking with us, even though you don't agree with everything we say. Yeah, Tim. Yes, you're the final topic. Bring it home. Final topic for the day is public displays of affection. What? Oh. AKA, I love them. 
PDA. Love them. The worst. You love them. Awful. I don't like when other people do them. Mm-hmm. However, I'm in a very loving relationship with a woman that I call my wife. <laughs> with a woman. And uh, I when it when I want to snuggle with her, I don't care where it is. If I'm at a Starbucks and the line's long and like she's standing in front of me, I will just put my nose up against her, snuggle in, and show some affection. What? Yeah. What are we defining well, as PDA? So what that's I not like grabbing guys. her ass and driving her. Oh, no, there's that. Her. That's that's happening, too. Oh, at the Starbucks? No, like, I will, I'll slide a he hand up the front of her block. No, I'm just joking. Okay. Damn, slide the old... Just so you know, you, 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 it starts with the navel, and no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> so where's the line drawn? Like, what is acceptable? What's not? Hand-holding What scenarios great. change that? Like, I, my thing is, if there's children present, there's, like, a, a three-foot rule. You need to be three feet away what? from the person. What? If there yes, children teach, present. teach all of the children in America they that kissing is bad. They, they have eyesight unless they're <laughs> like myopic. Yeah. No, 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 no. From your significant other. Yeah. You need to be three feet away. No, from that's her. what I'm saying. Like, don't you, then, what three what you, feet what? away. What? Yeah. The kids need oh, to grow so, up. So they, they, I see. They, so they grow they up knowing that touching is bad, and like the, they would be ashamed of their bodies. You should not touch each other. Just yeah. have them grow up Catholic. What? It'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm joking about that, but what I'm saying is you should be like, very Jesus. mindful when there's children around. I feel like even fuck those kids. Nothing. Definitely nothing beyond 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 kissing. And it has to be like a, a pet kiss. Sure. And what's beyond kissing, by the way? Um, extended kissing. Yeah, you shouldn't be making Tongue out. Kissing. I mean, so, that... so you are not okay with making out in public? I mean, there's rare exceptions at a what bar when you're just you're just getting Ugh. you're just like all drunk. You're that guy? Like, no, I'm not. I'm just saying I, I'm not going to fault somebody at a bar. Twelve thirty in the evening. I almost said afternoon. <laughs> 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 fault you at twelve thirty in the afternoon. The evening, that's fine. You're, you're, you're it's a, some club. I don't go to the clubs. I don't know what they're like. I assume they're like boom, 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 and it's like lights and stuff. And there's foam <laughs> coming. Up. It. I've only watched the real world Las Vegas, and I assume uh, it's like that. And that's that would be fine. Exactly like that. You can do whatever. But like, yeah, like no, at Starbucks. No, you're not, you're not. Don't tongue kissing. You know what? I'd, I would rather anybody do. Okay, this is my pet peeve that I see so a lot. I would rather see people tongue kissing and dry humping than a guy doing this to a girl. <laughs> you know like the, the old neck grab. It's like a like a Vulcan neck grab, like of ownership. It's kind of like oh, a yoke. Like I see guys grab, doing yeah. that all the time. Like drag, like especially. Directing? Yeah, no, especially I see this a lot when a girl is at a bar and like another guy would come up to her or hit on her or he's uh, talking to you. And he it's like, these. hey, like this, mm. and you or to, or walking like this, like she's in a the yoke, like an ox. Really weird. I've seen I that's see a, this a lot. If you haven't noticed it, just look. That seems I, a little that's dominant. That's my girl. It's, <laughs> exactly. it's a weird dominant thing that guys do, and I'm like, don't. That is really weird. I just consider it like an oxen with the thing on it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I would rather see dry humping than that. Okay. Oh, I mean, I'd rather see dry humping just period. Okay. I'm a fan Something of dry humping. When's the last time you saw dry humping in public? Well, so, okay. So the reason I bring up this topic is I have this friend. <laughs> and this friend just like... Kevin. His, his ideas of what is acceptable, it just... It, it is it really Kevin? And, I mean, I'm not going to... He's the one nodding and grinning like an idiot. Or deny this. But it's just like... What goes through his head, like his needs and I his desires. Spit. I almost spit. <laughs> and his whatever he wants at that moment, which let me tell you, whenever his girlfriend is present, is that is just it's ridiculous. Like the, it's gropy is the only term you can use to, to describe this. Oh, it's it is Ew. it is like on, very like gropey. on the businesses or um, just like don't, don't show it, don't show it on the there's doll. No limits, the especially if they're driving. Now they're driving like with yes. you in the car. So here's the thing: I'm with them. 
Constantly. He's like their son. He's like but, their son. But it's one of those other things where even if it wasn't me, if it was someone else, I don't think it would be a different story. Like if it was if it was you, if it was Nick, if it was Colin, if it was anyone. We will never send Kevin and his <laughs> girlfriend to pick you up together. Please. No, here's the thing. He's, the, he's not nasty. Well, let me take that back. I was going to say he was What nasty. is going he on? He's pretty nasty. But he's he's a good, good guy. He's Very a great guy. No, yeah. Super, like, it, it's not like it's bad you know what i mean it's not yeah, like, like she doesn't want like it when uh, you're, like when you're chained into his basement but what he'll feed you. Going <laughs> consensual on but here's the thing there's been multiple times where we've been at you know nice little vietnamese restaurants maybe thai restaurants just all these different you're things. at a restaurant yeah but that I, serves, I at no point does it matter the <laughs> cuisine right. does no, it I, I'm, I'm specifically saying because it happened at these two places and i'll just hear lick my tongue <laughs> Ew, what the fuck? Wait, what? Your friends are disgusting. (laughs) I'm like, why would you do that? Like, just Your friends are disgusting. (laughs) That's too much. That's too much, Kevin. The best thing is that the reaction. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to see if she would do it. Well, here's the thing. Are you drunk? Are you? Is this you? (laughs) (laughs) You're disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You're... Disgusting. But then, but it's one of those things where it's like the second time she licked she his tongue. She did not do it. Oh, not How do you lick, lick tongue? a tongue? How does that even happen? Hey, is it like a Greg. Pokemon? <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's you know it's one of those things where he you know, gropey might be a good nickname for him. And it's like it. I just how does she feel about it? She, I mean, she's she's still with him, and like <laughs> they've been together like, a long time too. Been right? together, yeah, like three years. Two and a but half does years? she seem reluctant to do these oh, things, yes, or definitely. is it very she... reluctant? <laughs> so does she? She has different. She has a different level of. So PDA he's forcing he her to do things that she's uncomfortable with. No, 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 no. Maybe yes. yes you know maybe. what? <laughs> we should probably talk to her about that. But no, no, no. We thought she she understands what she's getting into, and it's if she, she loves him when, enough to do these things. It's yes, like when Christine exactly. watches WrestleMania with me. She doesn't want to watch WrestleMania, but it's she's... very similar to that because there are lines where she'll be like, "No," and he'll be like, "All right." <laughs> see like yeah you, you guys you are like carry this whistle around <laughs> and just whenever you see something like not acceptable <laughs> yeah uh I mean, see this yeah, sounds like blowing the whistle a lot. this is like pandora's box of pda mm-hmm. again i'm i was you know i'm just picturing a tongue licking another tongue and just dry heaving inside again we'll, in, at, we'll at the we'll thai restaurant please don't lick my tongue there's a lot of fish paste in those things Greg, lick my tongue in the thai cuisine i'm licking yours we're gonna lick each other so you can't i don't want this i think by default if one tongue's licking the other tongue the other tongue is licking the other tongue i don't think you can lick a tongue the tongue tongue that's moving is the one doing the licking and the other tongue could be a stone or anything else it doesn't matter you know i'm an epicurean see this is what i'm talking about when i'm never having sex again go internalizing the pda question i immediately thought of you know christine and i and like that's just like like you know walking back from breakfast today like holding hands like rubbing her back or something like that her rubbing my back or whatever like i was ready to fucking lose it at the post office today she calmed me down, rubbed my back. Not like a you know, like a massage, just like you know, it's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little much. Affectionate a little much. Affectionate touching that you wouldn't do with a friend. Right. Okay. I th- but I mean not there's not like making out. Making out there. Don't is, do that. This is an issue PDAs are an issue of taste, right? That's it. Not the taste of a tongue looking another tongue, by the way. But just <laughs> taste just, level well, it's taste level or expressing dominance over your partner. Yeah. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Because girls would do the same thing. She's they're like come up and just grope you sure. to like establish like this is mine. You know, girls and guys. Oh, they do that all the more time. guys would probably do it, but yes, no, I've seen girls both. Do, girls do it a exactly, lot. Exactly. Yeah, this is my territory. It's like peeing on a very, you know, fire hydrant. Yeah. It's very insecure. Exactly, insecure on either part. 
Uh, but to me, like I draw the line. You know, uh, I think Cheryl is more comfortable with PDA than I am, and I I like I just try to like think about what I would want to see, and then I try to Do put that. put that into the world. Mm. So like holding hands is fine. I don't need to see anyone kissing each other. I don't need to see like anyone doing. It's fine if you want to do. It. I'm not saying you're gonna go get thrown in jail for doing. it. I'm just saying like in the confines of good taste, I think that like you know there should be no v- vulgar physical contact mm-hmm. of any kind. Like a tongue licking another tongue. Like, like exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. That's what no one goes out to a nice Thai restaurant expecting to see that. Where do you yeah. come? Where do you come down on just an occasional tush grab? Like a like a little, just a little. It's like funny, if, like if you're not. Like, it's funny. It's fu- but I understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like like like. Because sometimes I do it. I like I, it is something that I, I don't I don't do it on purpose. I have developed this habit over the seven years of being with my wife, where if my hands on her lower back, every once in a while I'll give it just a little squeeze. A Hong Kong? Just a little, you know, a little like a. You understand? Hey, I, know no, I still know it's no there. One, I'm thinking about it. No one can see your hand, but you're just giving me the full the full on impression Jesus. here. Nick, I'm Nick, giving you the Nick, business. Nick's been known to grab my ass from time to time too. I, I think he just maybe likes butts, and that's. that's I I've grabbed my friend's boobs. They're great. I'd be like, what does that feel like? Like, you know, not you know. Well, I don't do that in Starbucks, but every once in a while you should you grab a friend's butts. Like butts are great. They're hilarious. It's what we sit on. They beg to be pinched a little bit. Watch. Badonk. What was that? What was it? Badonk. Oh, yeah. The, bo- oh, yeah. <laughs> the body mass index <laughs> does. I feel like high school has a very different interpretation of this. Like high school kids. Oh, high school. There's no rules. There's there are no, rules. no rules. Because no, recently, I haven't been around high schoolers Sure you that haven't. I, I haven't. Um, not by choice. But the recently, I was at this bus stop. And... Um, I hope then, it's not by choice, Tim, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, I was, Why I hope you watch trolling. an hour ahead, by the way? Oh, this thing's just totally off. It's in Spanish. The date's not right. It's Why? A total Why thing. do you do that? Is it just an hour off? No, it's everything off. Yeah, it's just off. It's just. Why do you do that? That's it's just... the way I like to live my life. And also, he just got into a conversation with you. It's a conversation piece. If yep. you didn't notice, Tim is all conversation pieces. What's wrong with your haircut? Why does your shirt have pictures on it? Why doesn't your watch work? <laughs> yeah. You're really smart. People like to talk He's to He's a schemer. Your flaws I'm, are I'm, your assets. Mm, exactly. Oh, I know that. I know how to use that to the bank. Anyways. I see this guy, and well, this girl jumps up on him. There's like the straddle. He's yeah. pulling her, and they're just making out Jesus at a bus at Daily City Bart Station, which is like there's been there many bus stops there. There's a lot of people there, and I'm just looking at him like, wow. But you understand that in high school, yeah. Well, like I mean, you figure you're finally not under the supervision of your teacher or your parents. So it's, if you're getting nasty at the Daily City bus station, you got to do it. That's how you I mean, make it again, happen. Again, I've I've been there. I've thought about it. I've never done it at the Daily City Bart Station. Yeah. Well. But bucket list. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, that's <laughs> that, your the true love. List. The that's reception. That's a, that's a good point, though. It does bring you back to being 15, 16, 17, and like, you just have to strike make a where and while the iron's oh, yeah. hot. Oh, my dad's going along. Let's run upstairs. Like, that, was like, literally like my, that was like literally my life when I was like Remember 16, when, 17 when, with my girlfriend. Jackets just meant that people couldn't see you at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I would do if I had a kid and they were 15? I would buy them an apartment next door and be like, there you go. Go. No way, really? That's I so would. Dangerous. You'd be the coolest mom ever. I would totally be like, there you go. Just don't become a heroin addict or get pregnant. Yeah. Mm. See, because I, I, I feel like 15 years old. taking all the fun out of it. I thing. was ready to get out. Like at 14, I was like, well, here's the boarding school. No, we don't have money? Okay. Well, here <laughs> is an alternative thing. I found an apartment and I'm mm. like, you know, I'm 14 or 15. Yeah. I feel like it would have been fine just fine. living. Wait, are you, do you have any siblings? I have a younger brother. Yeah. Okay, so you're the oldest. Yeah. I think that's the well, difference. Well, I'm just a year old. Yeah, it's weird. Well, so for me, I had an older brother, and he he was that person, and yeah. I was like, I'm sitting here forever. I got it all figured out. Yeah. They're already focusing on him because he's the one that's fucking up all the time, and I'm yeah. just gonna chill and sneak girls in the back door. Oh, Matt yeah. Scarpino was fucking up. Oh yeah. 
I don't that picture even... Matt Scarpino sent us, by the way. Oh my god, it was just really my brother. Crazy. I love him to death, but he was the one. He's taught me so much more about life, like so much about life, good and bad, which I think is very important, right? He was the one that made a lot of mistakes that I didn't have to make. I chose to make them, of course, because we all do. Because <laughs> we're stupid. I'm like, I've seen my that have a severe repercussion. Eh, I'll try it. Same, nope. re- same repercussion. Um, but yeah, he took a lot of heat from my parents. And so when I was growing up, my parents were like, all right, we've been down this road with your brother. Like, if you, we're going to go out of town. We put alcohol in the house. Don't go anywhere. If you're going to have friends over, have them sleep here. Like, don't do it, but we know you're going to do it because you're yeah. a shit anyway. Did that take out the fun of it? Is no, it, it actually... Do, do you just do it just because it's like you to- you're told not to? No, because I did other things too. Like, I smoked cigarettes and I did, like, you know, you, you'd go and experiment with different things. But then... Once you had that party house, I mean, like, it's awesome. Like, your friends are like, dude, party at Nick Scarpino's house right now. I'm like, that makes me feel like I am in, like, you know, Can't Hardly Wait or some other cool movie from my, my childhood. Um, Aaron Carter music video. Yeah. You're in the back to school concert where Oingo Boingo was playing. That's, oh that was God, the height of cool, was, wasn't it? I wanted to throw that party so badly. They were playing Dead Man's Party. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. The only um, Oingo Boingo song anyone knows. <laughs> weird Science. Oh, did they Weird yeah, Science? Weird I apologize. Science. I take it all back. Colin. Extra points if you can get this. What's their full name? Okay. Oingo Boingo's full name? Yeah. Oingo Boingo is... They were they eventually Boingo. They went Oingo Boingo to Boingo, but they wore something they before Oingo Boingo. I don't know. It was something weird like the like the something knights of the Oingo Boingo. I, oh, yeah. That might maybe, that that might sound vaguely familiar. All I know is that the singer did all of Tim Burton's... Yeah, it's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That's an aside. Who's Jenna Elfman's uncle? No way. Yeah. Really? Or, wait, daughter-in-law. Something. They're, Something. They're, There's a connection. They're, yeah. they're, they're, she married. Uh, she married somebody in his family. Okay. Wow. Interesting. That's all I know. That's good. Yeah. That's a dynamite drop in. I know I thought we everything. Were you. We were losing you with the Ongo <laughs> Bongos, and then there was. No, I really spaced out. I was like, I don't know bands. It's really. Well, it's I don't really so know bands either. I just know bands that appeared in '80s movies because I love '80s movies a lot. All right. All right. I think we got a lot done here today. We did a good podcast. PDA, mm-hmm. Freedom of Speech, Felicia Day's book, which is available where. FeliciaDayBook.com. It's good. Please uh, pre-order. It means a lot. It's a good URL. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We were like, well, FeliciaDay.com was already taken. Yeah, jerks. <laughs> I mean, I took it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. I was like, I, I tried to get a Snapchat the other day. Finally, I was like, oh, fine. Oh, no, you're way too late on that, I bet. So late. Yeah. But I, I still don't, I don't like it. Is that an old thing to say? Yeah. I, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, no, my, that's not no, an old thing to say. There's too many fucking things to it, deal yeah, with. I don't, hard, I can't do it all. Yeah. I, we, we were late on, I mean, I'm, I, Snapchat's a whole thing, man. It's, it's not. But if you nail it. It, it'll if you get nail you it, far. it nails you good. Yeah, I tried yeah, to get Snapchat. Right. Yeah, and like, when I couldn't get Game Over Guard Game, I was just like, all right, I'm not gonna do this. I didn't either. Well, no, I did it a while ago. I, I probably did. Somebody had already gotten my, which is like, what? Yeah. So, and then the same thing happened on Tumblr, and I tried to get my name there, and the girl tried to charge me ten thousand dollars. I'm like, eh, you know, screw you. So I got this. The guild today. wasn't that successful. It, like, <laughs> <laughs> this foolish today, and so I have this foolish today on Snapchat. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna put effort into that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But you at least try I, underscores because underscores are just what the cool people do. Really? Uh, I think underscores are terrible. They are. Oh. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Remember when you tweet Nick Scarpino at Nick underscore Scarpino, carbon <laughs> copy all tweets to Nick Scarpino as well. Who is Nick like, Scarpino? He's a genius that got everything. He got the dot com. He got oh, the only God. thing he didn't get was was YouTube. He's a really nice Here's, guy. Here, uh, this is this is you're, you're gonna have to take some logic leaps with us. All right, but okay. stick with me. Okay. So yeah, Nick's always had this thing about having the underscore, and there's this other guy named Nick Scarpino who has everything. Yes. He worked at Google forever, and he had t- oh, Twitter. so he's techie. And so whenever people would tweet topics at us, they'd accidentally tweet this Nick Scarpino who works mm-hmm. at Google, and he'd respond. He had fun. He 
talk about the show every so often and keep on going. Yeah, yeah. Then, now here's where it gets really weird and shows you how small this earth is. Nick Scarpino leaves Google to go work. The real Nick Scarpino, not the, me. Yeah, the, yeah the real, from now on, Nick Scarpino is Nick Scarpino. Yeah. If I say Nick underscore Scarpino. I'm the fake bizarro. Nick, Nick Scarpino, Scarpino leaves Google to go be like head of marketing for Portillo's, which is my favorite restaurant where I grew up at and that this dog is named after. What the hell? Yeah. And it's like out of all the the weird threads in our lives, this guy we only know because people mistweet at this Nick, yep. Nick underscore Scarpino now goes to work. And it's he just has like, here's, here's, bested me again. Here's what you Nick need to Scarpino. do. This, no, this is what you need to do. Okay. Mm. You need to go legally change your middle name to underscore. Oh my god! Oh shit! And then, but just the underscore? Yeah. Or do I spell it? Uh, I think you'd have to spell it. Okay. So you go Nick underscore Scarpino would be your official name. Yeah. And you would best him in every way. Yeah. And it would be cool. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Tim, let's get on this. Yeah. Starting Monday, I'm now going by. Would you just call me underscore then? Yeah, that would be your nickname. And underscore. can we make a lot of cool references like this underscore is my life? Oh. What? I don't know. No, really, you know, it's endless. It's it really endless is. the possibility. You're a genius. That's why you're like a superstar and we well, no. are just sort of crowded around you. Right Not now. at all. Not and at it's all. amazing. Like if you look at the framing, everyone's separated from you because, well, because you have this amazing light. It's on probably you right my now. bio. <laughs> is that what sleep smells like? No, it's it's. <laughs> I'll never forget that. The horror I had just for a second. I was like, "What? What did I do?" It was really awkward. I did, am I asleep? You. And it was his fault. It was his. It was his take to the camera that it I felt the energy fault. of. It was no. I felt the Fast something. And I felt. Fault. I feel things. Not mm-hmm. in a weird movie groovy thing, but I could tell there was something going on behind yeah. my back. Mm-hmm. As an actor, you mm-hmm. always have to be aware of shit that's going People on behind you, you so you, you don't miss stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I know what's going on over here. Mm-hmm. And then you looked innocent. You looked like you wanted to be innocent, <laughs> the and then I was like, it's him. Life. It wasn't. I didn't do anything. So you feel things like mentally, as opposed to Kevin, who who, who feels things with his tongue. Only through his tongue. He's like he's like Portilla. Kevin, it's, I know you can hear It's hot. Oh, don't cry. Come it's on. hot, Kevin. Come on. He's breaking down. You're doing God's work, No. Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, it. that's the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, you can get the show super early on Friday over at patreon.com slash kindoffunny or... You can go buy it on Bandcamp, Vimeo, all those things. If you don't want to give us any money, no big deal. You can go to YouTube.com slash Monday through Thursday where we break the show out topic by topic before posting the entire thing as a video and MP3 on podcast services. Yeah. So go to iTunes and search for Kind of Funny. Both of our podcasts will come up there. Felicia Day, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. This has been amazing. Thank been you. It was yes. really fun. I'm going to steal your dog. Okay, that's fine. Don't worry. Everybody, everybody threatens to. Really? Veronica that's Belmont's not... tried it many, many a time. She's got a pretty cute dog. I know she does. It yeah, sucks. her dog is pretty a. Yeah. My dog's pretty awesome, except he's old, so. Downer. Downer and done. How, so old let's... Is, how old's the dog? He's at least 13, and he can't get up and off the ground very oh, easily, no. and he's deaf. And... Mm. Well, Portilla's, so Portilla's 10 this summer, and he's going blind. Oh, no. Yeah, that's got... why he likes me. <laughs> He's what sleep smells like. <laughs> uh, go pre-order the book, FeliciaDayBook.com. Thank uh, you. Subscribe to Geek and Sundry. Yes. Uh, watch The Guild on Netflix. Or, yeah, or the uh, YouTubes. And I have my own channel, Felicia Day, Twitch, everything. I'm everywhere. Mm. I'm, and I'm inside you. Wow. Well, there you go. You so heard That's the reason to subscribe right there. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been a pleasure serving you. <laughs>